And welcome to the, I'm going to call it 7th annual <laughs> TGS special. Yeah. That's just kind of the the theme here. We're just going to roll with it. Sure. Uh, and uh, please, on your side, roll with it as well. We are going to talk about Japan games and Japanese games, but um, this time it might be a little out of order. <laughs> it might be a little crazy. Uh, bear with us. We're going to have a lot of special guests. People will be coming in and out. Uh, you might hear people in the background mm-hmm. spilling hear, drinks. Yes, spilling drinks, <laughs> drinking <laughs> drinks, uh, eating Oreos. Uh, try to ignore it as much as you can. Um, but uh, until that time, I am your host, Marky Kaming Jesus McDonald. Uh, with me, uh, at least for now, um, I have for now. A, it's, yeah. for, now? for now, until banished. We'll see. This is a survivor. So you're voted <laughs> right. off the island, and and someone else comes in. Um, who do we have here? We've got uh, JJ Bosshog Epperson, Roy Bailout Blakely, John M Size Riccardi. I don't know if we're gonna have time to explain any of your nicknames, by the way. But um, fine. Sarah uh, Berkasarios. Uh, <laughs> Why is I get that. I, I get said that. Sarah Granger, who was a friend of mine in uh, in college, but that's not your last name, Sarah Podzorski, and uh, and our first very special guest, uh, Chris Gilgamesh Kohler. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> very good. Mo. Welcome, well, Mark. I, I was doing great, uh, and oh. then right before the podcast started, Mark McDonald spilled an entire Starbucks uh, coffee tumbler. That's like a water. water. That's like a venti. All <laughs> venti, a venti water, water over directly you. on my pants. And I just started drinking, so that was a uh, that was a pure accident. There was nothing to blame in that except it's a baptism. For... You know, to start the podcast, washing off the stench of TGS and yeah, uh, getting yeah, ready yeah. to do t- talk purified. about some fun things. Yeah, bringing me closer to God. So right. you're out. You're gaming out Jesus for Tokyo <laughs> Game Show, but also to celebrate. And you brought a copy. Of yes. your the a book about the best Final Fantasy game, correct? Final Fantasy V, Final Fantasy right. V, a longtime favorite of me and John's, correct? Um, yeah. Obviously, this whole show we're going to be talking about Tokyo Game Show stuff. There's the Sony press conference stuff to get into, and then everything at the show, which most of us just got back from. Other people will be joining, but actually, mm-hmm. before we get into that, I do want to spend a minute here on this book and this game. Thank you. Um, how's it been doing? Is it? Can people buy it? Yes, yeah, so okay. just now it uh, uh, the Amazon got their copies from the distributor, so you can get it on Amazon, okay. get it on BossFightBooks.com, which is the publisher. Yep. You can get it in ebook for uh, a low, low price of $5. It's a yeah. cheap ebook, or uh, the handsome paperback edition that you're now holding for uh, $14.95 US. And so for people who don't know Boss Fight Books, they basically they pick a game and then somebody does a deep dive yes. who has like a, a, a connection and affinity for yeah. it. And, and in this case, I wrote to them, and I'm like, listen, yeah. I gotta do a boss fight book about Final Fantasy V. I was gonna ask yeah. who, yeah, did it first. So you and John, back in the day, yeah. you guys were both writing facts mm-hmm. about Final Fantasy mm-hmm. V. Let's see, this would have been fumbling, what? Fumbling through the 95? Japanese language. Yes. 94? Yes, uh, 95. Okay. 95. Or for me, it was 95. Yeah. It's a little earlier for me, but yeah, right around then. Yeah. And yeah. so, did you guys exchange emails back in that day? Probably or did you know of each bit. other? Yeah. I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's, Probably first how I heard of you. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. We, ironically, we both uh, uh, hired on the same guy to help us with our facts. Uh, there was yeah. this famous uh, site called. Uh, well, Elucia. you remember better than me, Elucia. Yes, yeah, so it was yes. like a back when the World Wide Web was new and fresh and weird. There was yeah. like this kind of. Final Fantasy Town website. Wait, was that the one that had an, an actual picture, like a, a, a it was yeah. like little pixel art? Yes, pixel like, art, and you 
click on clicked on which we yeah. used to do. Oh, Holy that shit, that site was incredible. Was. Yeah, and and seemingly we both had the same idea to contact that guy because he had written like a walkthrough for it, but it wasn't in any kind of form that could be easily transferred to like other people. And so we both were like, well, hey, we're kind of doing our own thing. Can we grab the content from yours and add it with the credit? And he was, mm. for, I mean, he was like super nice. He's like, yeah, of course. And he was. So, and I was literally like, as he was, as he was writing it, I was using what he was writing to go through the game and double check his stuff because he was pretty much, oh, nice. It. He was doing it a from memory B from, he had the Japanese guides. Right. So he could remind himself about what to do. And then for, for my fact, there was also a uh, Nora Stevens, now Nora mm. Stevens Heath, who actually was, um, uh, a college student at that time. And she was going through final fantasy, 5 2, and so she did all of the all the tables of the jobs and the abilities and the oh, items. Yeah, she sort of stuff. painstakingly did all that. Yeah. And actually, now she's in game localization as well. She tried, she right. did, I think, no Kingdom Hearts 2 and Silent Hill 3, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very cool. She yeah, did a little work for us back in the day, too. Yeah, I think yeah. it was on maybe Rogue. What was that game we did? Rogue. Not Rogue. Rogue. Rogue the level 5 game that came after Dark Chronicle. I can't remember. Oh, Rogue Galaxy. Rogue Galaxy. Yes, she worked yep, on no that. Kidding. Yeah. Okay, but, so, well, yeah. What? No, I was going to say, but yeah, I, I did, that was my job on mine, but I didn't know Japanese hardly at all. I was literally learning through this game and my right. other game, yeah, Dragon Quest V, yep. and like, I noticed, I went back to look it up, and it's gone. Like, mine is no longer yeah. there. What? So I think Chris probably, like, had a, did a, what is it called? Oh, a DMC yeah, DMC thing, or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah exactly. on your shit. After yeah, his book yeah, came yeah. out, he's like, get rid of this joker, <laughs> so. Um, well, here's a very, like, book tour question that I'm sure you're asked a million times, but, what? Well, okay, let's get this out no, of the way. No, this is the Why first Final stop on Fantasy V? Why yeah. Final Fantasy V? Well, I think we, we just answered it a little bit, which uh-huh. is, um, uh, it was the first game that I ever imported, and it was because, you know, it's like, I love Final Fantasy, you know, 2 and 3 on the Super Nintendo, 4 and 6. Right. And I think for a lot of, for so many people at that point, um, you know, Andrew Vestel, also Christian Friend Nutt, of the show. Like, yes. And it was just like, um, what do you mean there's another yeah. Super Nintendo Final Fantasy? Because right. the two Super Nintendo Final Fantasies that I played are my two favorite games. Right. So I've got to get this one in the middle. But it's 1995. So how do you import games? Yep. You, you can't. Right. So it's literally calling up diehard game fan yep. yeah. and asking them, how much is Final Fantasy V? Like $120. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it was way too much money. I'm yeah. like, that's ridiculous. And we just, we, I don't know, through Grapevine, I heard about this place in uh, uh, California called Gameland, which was just a store that was there. And it was, huh. it was there for a long time um, that would do mail order. So it was literally just like giving my parents' credit card number over the phone. So you got it cheaper. Because it was not cheap in Japan at that time, too, right? Right. No, no, no. Like cart- no, regularly were, going no, over they were dirt the cheap. 10, in Japan, yeah. After they've oh, been out it was, for a while, it, been it was used, three cartridge. years old at that point, oh, so it okay, was right. super dirt cheap in I Japan. See, yeah. So of course it was marked up a lot in the U.S., but it paid fifty bucks for it. But but in in later on, you know, Final Fantasy V, I started. The more I played it, the more I started to realize that like it actually is this really good Final Fantasy game. And I also realized that in Japan, it is one hundred percent. If you ask a bunch of Japanese people, what's your favorite Final Fantasy? A lot of them will say five. Oh, really? And it in does America, still have that. nobody says yeah. five. Well, nobody it, will say five. And it did gain that mystique for being passed over, but also it lost out on the, like, ever becoming, like, really mainstream. I think it was just in yeah. collections, Nobody right? has was, nostalgic feelings right. for it because they didn't play it at the time right. that it actually came out. Except by for the time us, that it, and now we have a double, probably, special feeling for it because yeah. it right. was that, like... And so the question is, if I was going to write a boss fight book, it makes total sense that I would have to do it about Final Fantasy V because that game is so important to me. It's why I started learning Japanese. It's yeah. why I started getting into Japanese games. Yeah. It was a very special thing that only I had played for a while. You know, it was right. like me, John, Christian, a few other people... <laughs> 
you know, um, and a few million Japanese people, and a few yeah. million Japanese yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and so the book is about that. It's also about that that particular time of like being one of like the second wave otaku in America. You know what I mean? Like the people, the kids in the '90s who started getting into Japanese stuff with mm. like. You know, Final Fantasy, right. Sailor Moon, and stuff like that. But right. it's not. It's but it wasn't the age of plenty that it is today. Like today, it's right, like you just yeah. go, just go on YouTube, just watch all, watch all yeah. the anime you want. Yeah, you subtitled know? show that broadcast yesterday. I mean, on all Japanese the skinned TV. manga yeah. you want. Like it's all you out kids, there. You, you want to learn fuckers. Japanese? <laughs> you know, you want a Japanese like chat pal yeah. on the internet. Yeah. You know, all that is just it's so available to you. But at the time, every little scrap of Japan yeah. that we could get our hands on was like gold. Yep. And yep. and Final Fantasy V, you know, to <clears throat> to like just to possess a video game that came out of Japan was like finding something from another reality. Right. And it's it's really about that little window, like the the before the internet caused you know the availability of everything mm-hmm. um, when when you things ha- were used, scarce. Yeah, you used to have to look in the back of an EGM for the price lists, call yeah. the number. And I actually bought you. mine from Die Hard. Like a little, I bought it like in ninety two or ninety three. I didn't oh, actually wow, start yeah. doing the fact stuff till much later. But I like, I actually bought it when it first yeah. came out, and I bought it from Die Hard. And like, I had to work my like part-time job at EB, like, extra hard for, like, two months to get the money to (laughs) pay for it. Yeah, you were a little older than me. It's like, I didn't have a job at that time. Sure, sure. A little younger than you, so it's like, I didn't have that kind of even even the part-time job money. The the two other things that I'll say about Final Fantasy V, and then then we'll move on, is, of course, okay, job system. Like, we could talk a whole podcast about the job system, which was (laughs) Ridiculous, genius, super, super deep, very customizable. Mm. We've actually talked about it several times. Let's get, on this has podcast, Kevin Larrabee done a Final Fantasy V episode yet? I'm back in my play. Let's just take we'll over his it. podcast yeah. again, and we'll and, do it yeah. later. Yeah, we'll do bring that. it out of retirement. But okay. then also, like the from right from the cover art on. But whenever I mean the the uh, sense of design, starting with all the jobs and all the different characters in the different jobs, and those like the it, it became so iconic. Like Final Fantasy had had that look before. But it was really with five, where those you know all kind of marching from the side, like the Final Fantasy esque characters. Yeah, like now still to this characters, day. Right? Well, I mean, again, Final Fantasy five, like I mean, in Final Fantasy four, Chocobos were not that important in Final Fantasy four. Like they were there, but they weren't that that big. Moogles were were in Final Fantasy three, but they weren't that big. Um, but like Final Fantasy five was like. You know, Boko the Chocobo was introduced. That's when Moogles like had their own Moogle town, and they all start Koopo Koopo. You know, like too late to make that your nickname. That's when Boko the Chocobo. That's when. But like Final Fantasy V was when Nomura started working on the series, and he designed Tonberry. Final Fantasy V. Evil. Yeah, he was still a force for good. Yeah, Yeah. but but like Final Fantasy V was this really kind of influential Final Fantasy in terms of the 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 rest of the the series, um, and uh, sort of codifying a lot of the things that would become like really synonymous with the series, and. Again, that's why it's so sad that it didn't really. It only kind of caught on in Japan. Right. Um, the one thing that I do want to say is we've been talking a lot about like my personal story and John's personal story with Final Fantasy V. That's all in there um, in the book. Um, the other half of the book really is um, I, I had a very long conversation with Sakaguchi Hironobu-san yeah. just about Final Fantasy V. The Gooch. Um, I love that. Super, so, super fascinating. There is. Stuff. 
tons of stuff in there yeah. all about the making of Final Fantasy V. Uh, there's some great stories that he tells about like working with Kitase, who was who came on with Final Fantasy V as well. Yeah. Um, and so if you are interested, it's not just me spinning my wheels about stuff that's personal to right. me. Like there is there is good like historical stuff in there about the game Final Fantasy V. And Japanese game dev at that time and stuff like that. Yep, You'll get yep. some insights. Well good awesome. segue into TGS stuff, John. What did you buy today really? Final Fantasy V is available on Amazon.com or BossFightBooks.com. There you go. <laughs> Anywhere. Find the books book. Sold. He's talking about Final Fantasy V. The, the, the one with Chris Fuller's face on the back. So that's right. You know, that's now, now, blue now you may say it's got crystal meth on the front. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. Yeah, it's got that blue crystal. It's blue. John, what did you uh, buy today that related to this discussion? Oh, right. And one of the things you probably did oh, too. I bought it a too. CD of uh, all the versions of Big Bridge. Uh, which is one of the big songs in Final Fantasy V. a few bars for people who don't know the big, big bridge song So there's like 17 different versions of it from like all these different Final Fantasy games on one CD. I had to buy it. That was amazing. Which is hilarious. It is funny. Big bridge. That's like the name of it too in Katakana. It's like big bridge whatever, whatever collection. Um, what else did you buy at, at TGS? Let's start. Let's start with the merch. That's the my favorite part. We're going right to the right for the money shot. The, That's the, the only thing you did. The right? best part of TGS, yeah, <laughs> Tokyo Good Show. Um, they had like uh, a whole hall of uh, you know places you can go buy stuff like they do every year. Yep. Uh, I bought a few T-shirts. Um, there was some cool old school game stuff there so I got like an East t-shirt uh, I got a I Athena that. t-shirt Athena the old SNK game yeah. from back in the day that's basically that uh, that uh, cover art was it cover art? I don't know what it was but it's the main yeah, character yeah it was the cover art, art. it was the like, cover art yeah, very 80s it was like, very yeah super you know, 80s anime yeah, yeah it's like and a pink shirt Ease the Ease the shirt which is cool is that main from the very first Ease book one and two yeah, yeah the vanished title thing nice. with the like sort the of triangle with the hair and yeah. all that stuff yeah um, I got some else? other random stuff. We bought the near vinyls, which Roy That's was right. nice enough to carry around oh, for me yeah. today. I hope so they what are the near vinyls? The soundtracks. Uh, it's, it's the soundtracks to near and near automata yeah. on okay. vinyl, but they're not going to be available in stores until December or however, however you get it. It's not till December unless you Japan buy it at only? TGS at, at the moment. Yeah, but they're okay. gorgeous. The art is really nice on the on the cover and everything. And uh, I just like buying. How game much vinyl. were those? Just out of curiosity. Each. It's like eight thousand for the set. I think. Yeah, yeah right around there. Yeah, seven yeah. bucks, forty bucks each or something like that. So I bought the so set, the, the company Anipon, which uh, does uh, like the Dreamcast shoes and stuff like that, like all the really cool like yeah. Sega licensed uh, stuff. They started doing. Uh, um, uh, like Sunsoft licensed stuff, and they had Whoa. a tote bag with a uh, gimmick. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. that Classic. super obscure Famicom right. game. No shit. Yeah, and so I was like, "Wow, a piece of officially licensed gimmick merchandise! I'm buying Holy that." Shit. Yeah, yeah, there's some cool Lurk stuff hidden away. There was a there was a VMU Dreamcast uh, mug. Which oh I my bought, goodness! But I just okay. have too many mugs. It should have um, been it should have been designed to be a VMU, not just a mug with a picture of a VMU on. <laughs> you can actually use it as yeah. a VMU. There was uh there was a bunch of nice Sega gear, but it was kind of expensive. Some cool PlayStation stuff. There's uh, a nice uh, Genesis 16-bit like gold piping jacket, track jacket kind of. Yeah, thing, yeah. The Scott Johns are out in like full force. The like Japanese like kind of 80s gangster jacket. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know who's gonna buy them and wear them. Like Monster Hunter had a couple of those, but um. Yeah, there was a Narakuga, uh, <laughs> Nargakuga. What am yes, I? Saying? Narga- yeah, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> jacket that I was like, mm, I kind of <laughs> want that. Um, but uh, okay, enough enough talking about merchandise. Let's talk about games because we got a lot of people who want to talk about a lot of games. Yeah, let's start here. Yeah. yeah, let's start with people who actually played games. So yeah. not me. Did and we? John. I don't remember. We did. 
Yeah, you guys were out in full force today. You were keeping it busy. JJ, literally, I was like, what do I do for TGS? And he's like, well, listen up, Sarah. We're going to show up before the doors open. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, so you're going to get up at 7 a.m. And get your ass down to the doors. And then we're going to run straight to the fucking Monster Hunter. And again, this is business day. This is the least crowded by far day. There's two days business day where you have to, like... Yeah, be in the industry to get mm-hmm. in, and then the public days it just goes nuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. but business day and JJ means business day, basically. Yeah. yeah, but even today in Monster Hunter, if you were not there in the first was hour, it, hour, hour, maybe yeah. to get a ticket to come back, that's it. The mm-hmm. tickets yep. sold out because we you got, guys there. got in. Yeah, we there got was... there at like ten. Yeah. I want to say like ten, ten. The doors opened at 10, ten, and then we went straight to Capcom, and then we got a ticket nice. to were play. Were there people running beside you, like <laughs> clothesline? No, I would say it was a slow uh, hustle. I would say it was yeah. a hustle, a fast walk. Okay. Um, Everybody like didn't want to look like they were too yeah. eager, but they also didn't want to like not make it. Right. But it was total chaos because we didn't know what line was what. Yeah. And they weren't really like doing a very good job like directing the no. flow their booth they had a very i mean as they are wont to do mm. yeah. they had a very like lavish themed monster hunter uh, oh trust me we got a very good long look stuff and, of the yeah. inside yeah. of their booth yeah even though even a while even though you got there that fast that's right so we got our we got our little tickets to t- that told us to come back at 12 30 oh, okay. which is like I, i'm thinking okay well maybe it's like a fast pass sort yeah. of thing and in previous years it hasn't been bad you get the ticket and you're in there within like half an hour maybe, yeah yep uh, we came at twelve thirty and didn't leave till two hours later. Wow! What? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Like everyone else, they they had a really they ticket? didn't have enough space. I don't think, and uh, it was just a really shitty design. Like they underestimated the. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but how like, long was the demo? The demo was. Minutes, I think we got minutes? fifteen to twenty minutes. There was two demos, right? There was like a multiplayer demo. There was and the then... multiplayer and single player. We played multiplayer. Me, Sarah, and uh, Elan, Sarah's boyfriend, and then okay. a random Japanese guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was a Chinese guy. Poor random. And then Japanese it was a random guy, Japanese fourth guy. guy. Yeah. It was weird because the lady kept referring to them as like Onitan, yeah. and I was just like, "He's not my brother." Yeah. I'm like, "This is we are not related." Yeah. <laughs> And, you uh, guys all had like hand signals, like third base coast, like whoosh, whoosh, yeah. and, and the Japanese well, guy's like, "Wait, I'm, what? I don't know yeah. what that means." I'm happy because like the Chinese guy was kind of like didn't. Speak. Wait, was he Chinese or Japanese? At first, he was Chinese. There was the first. Yeah, did he like transform? What do you mean? Yeah, first, he was Chinese. first, he was Chinese, and then they took our Onichan away. They just oh. she just took him, and she was like, "We're taking him to the front of the line." For whatever oh. reason, all right. Oh, and then another Japanese guy came, and he was like, "They were like, well, now you're with these Gaijin, so good luck with that." Yeah, all right. <laughs> and um, uh, fortunately, we all did perfectly fine but like so it took us forever to get to the front of the booth where there's like this small little prep area where they make you watch like a 20 minute video uh, just kind like of a like, tutorial like well it just like Monster details what world. the weapons are yeah. where you are in the world okay. uh, and like some of the new things that are in Monster Hunter World but we watched it maybe four times four times okay, five so times what, so let, let's get into the mm-hmm. 15 so, yeah, minutes of, we finally get in and yeah. so we played the new area that they just showed recently which is like this desert area okay um, and we fought a bear off which you would know from the Monster Hunter Tri era. Is that the one that Baroth, like, not uh, Baryoth. Not Baryoth. Okay. Bar- Baroth is like the one who digs in the mud. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Baroth no. is the one that yeah. digs in the mud. Not yeah. Baryoth, okay. the snow, the, like, snow tiger. tusk thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and, He's got like um, a crown kind of yeah, exactly. thing. We didn't name those forehead. guys, by the way. Just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you saying, <laughs> talking shit about Baryoth? No. Baryoth and Baryoth. I thought it was like the big bunny bear for on the based on the name for a second. No, yeah. That's somebody else. Just good old Baryoth. That's a fun fight. He What, he shakes and then pops off and you turn into a mud And so they changed that mechanic as a little different now. It doesn't like turn you into a mud ball like you're just kind of like you get stuck yeah it okay. like looks you like a move it looks move. like a giant turd yeah yeah well you kind of look like a turd before well no and now it looks like a it's like an, an actual turd. <laughs> <laughs> 
full the turd technology has improved. HDR turd. Like, it looks like you're swimming around in shit. Okay. Uh, and it kind of like yeah, <laughs> can you just not? Can you still move but not attack when you? You're you, you like you by kind of like slog this. out of it very slowly, and you're okay. like you're mashing buttons to get out, kind of. Yeah. Okay. And but uh, one thing I noticed about the monster itself. It looks so much better. Like the 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 actual like I have seen I this monster so, so how many like millions of times yeah, that right. like on like a Wii. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, it actually looks like they really they yeah. really they really actually upgraded it. It's not just like HD textures. Right. It's, it's an actual. It's you've a game. been you've been taught to not expect yeah. that. Like, yeah, that's so, so exciting though, yeah. man. It's like we've been waiting for that for yeah, like eight no years. The, but the thing is, is that like even though okay, so the, some of the things about World are that there are no more like zones. It's right, just one big area. It's not broken up so zones one, two, used to have to three, like four. go to the next zone, wait for loading, and yeah. then and it was like a a doorway like in Resident Evil that a monster would never go through. Right, exactly. Right. So now, but now is it never getting away from the monster? Too? Well, the monster tries to get away. But I mean, I if the monster chase you, do you try to run away? So the monster running from you, if you're like, oh shit, I want to get out of this zone. Yeah, well, what did they do to, to replace heal. the sort of, yeah, the sort of like, t- that, that element that they, that was in, the in bush, there so right? that you had time to re- to, hit, to heal yourself. You, you and, throw like, on your fucking ghillie suit and then oh. you crouch off and you, see, I watched, really? the, I watched the fucking tutorial oh, okay. for <laughs> like an hour. Today. So yeah, you throw on your little ghillie suit, you Not crouch. You had fun, you learned something. And you like Assassin's Creed into a bush and then the monster just, you're gone. Yeah, really? The monster's just like, I don't know where the human went. That's kind of, okay. But yeah, no, um, I had to watch that ghillie suit animation yeah. several times. And the sound it made was really terrible. Um, <laughs> but also, you can... Is ghillie suit just like a button? You don't have to like change your it's like an I- It's like an item. Okay. You so like equip it. Ah, okay, okay. Interesting. Um, but, uh, so that's like an important mechanic now. It is. Oh, so like there are different kinds of like... I guess they're... Uh, well, I'll just call I want to call them ponchos. They're like, yeah. Pon- yeah. <laughs> they're like ponchos. So there's one that like is kind of like rainbow color that like makes the monster aggro towards you. Hmm. Sure. There's one that like uh, Sarah was just describing, which is like a stealth one. Right. There's one that like gives you super armor. Interesting. Um, that kind of looks like a, yeah, like a big iron made of. Does it slow you down or like eat your stamina or something? Or? I I didn't use it, so oh, I, okay. I don't really know. Okay. Um, and then there's one that is like a a, a thing that lets you fly. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Um, that's like one of the big new mechanics. But uh, to get it back to like the whole world aspect yeah. of it, um, it is a little. Like, the more I think about it, the more I wonder if this is a good thing or not. Because, like, so when we were fighting Baroth, usually if a monster... In, previously in Monster Hunter, when they leave an area... Previously. Previously. On Monster Hunter. On Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, when they leave an area, yeah. there's, like, a loading screen between yes. you and that monster. And while that's happening, they can go off and do other things. And you kind of have to search for them. Yeah. Uh, or they'll, like, dig underground, and you're like, okay, yeah, where do they where go? Yeah, where do they go, yeah. But you kind of always know where they are now. So there's no paintball mechanic anymore, or there is? Uh, I think there might be. I didn't... Sure. Where I, you mark the monster, yeah. and then you can follow him on the map. But the right. thing is, I don't think there is, because there's there are these little glowy lights that kind of tell you where the monster is. Because, like, before the fight begins, there are little tracks and stuff like that you have to pick up. And then the more you pick up the little, do you know? They're little buggies. They're like yeah, little, they showed that in the first uh, like trailer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like the more you find, then the buggies will go find right. the monster. Yeah, I and see. So now that there's that, there really is no need for a paintball if there is one at all. Sure, I right. I don't know. Uh, well, so compare like gameplay in general to the I don't know what to call them now. Like the let's just call them the Nintendo Monster Hunters since the last few games have been like in terms of or old Monster Hunter or whatever. Like uh, gameplay. Like faster or you know slower and more deliberate, or are there like any generalities that you can say about the gameplay? Obviously, you know only based on uh, on what you played, but mm-hmm. like 
is there anything that you can say about you know how the game plays in general compared to before? Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just the same. It, Does it just feel like the it, same? It game? It feels like Monster Hunter, where some of the buttons are in the wrong. Area. Okay. Well, but you also, mean you're just not used to them? I mean, well, right? Or do you mean like you don't like it? The, well, no, it's, I mean, not, it's, not it's just that I'm not used to it. I just like sticks. You want like that? You want, you want that? Uh, that that circle pad? The back? claw? Well, no, yeah. it's just like, that's what I was saying. It was yeah, like it was PS2 like R1 version. and R2 were not in the place where I needed them to be. Okay. Um, but that's just yeah. The, but but uh, but yeah. In otherwise, terms like, of, like gameplay. So big time wind up. You have to know your animations. That kind of thing. Yeah, that's all. I Did mean, you play Lance? I played Lance, and it felt like a Lance. Okay, yeah, a lot of the same moves. Oh, even? yeah, mm-hmm. they they added one new move to the Lance, whereas like it's like a super guard. Okay, is there still like idling animations while you like, you know drink a potion or or you can drink and move now? They got you rid of that, move, right? Nice. Yeah, and nice. so but you yeah. move slower. Yeah, you kind of crouch and you kind of shuffle. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, that's what happens when I when I drink a lot when I walk <laughs> so like, anyway. Yeah. So, Sounds yeah. very realistic. Yeah. Did that yeah, did that feel good? Was it like a you know comfortable old shoe <laughs> that you could just kind of like get right back into or or you just kind of carry us, JJ? I did, I did. Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I don't know, like everything about it screams like new Monster Hunter yeah. for the new people. But then it like like it feels so much like Monster Hunter, like the the excitement kind of goes down because like. In the end, what that I'm doing like exactly is exactly what I want. It's I know. like I, it's like I'm playing Monster Hunter, but uh, there's like a different skin on it, right? Oh, and they have to definitely walk a line, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't want to alienate. There's their like a lot of new quality of life base. stuff. Yeah, that's great. But that's what a lot of what well, it just like, looks awesome too. I mean, I yeah. was just yeah. I would just walk by the booth and was watching the videos of other people playing for a little while, and I like saw it's that so fast and smooth, and like yeah. it looks great. And like, I had seen I think finally. we talked about this on the last podcast, but I you know because I had seen all the videos and stuff, but actually seeing it in person on like a big TV, I was like, holy shit! Like, I mean, those guys were amazing artists, and what they yeah. pulled out of the 3ds was amazing. Sure. But like, there's no substitute yeah. for actually and, being and, on a full console again. Yeah, and for Sarah, this is the, you've only dabbled a little bit in mm-hmm. Monster Hunter, so this would be your. I had a very, I had a very rough time. Like the la- lady came over and she gave me like a little flip book about how to oh, use the hunting horn. A little pity. And she's like, press these hunting buttons. Hunting horn is not a starter's weapon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how did you choose hunting horn? It is a, it's a good starter's JJ weapon. JJ told me to oh, do no, it. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's, it's very complicated. It. You should no, have used like the sword and shield. It's easy to use, but we didn't need all the buffs and stuff. So yeah. It's good because I couldn't figure out how to get him to go off. You were, you I was were like trying to read this like tiny instruction manual and like still play the game. It was like a tome. Like the thing they handed us was like eight. Yeah, I mean, hunting horn requires you to know. Yeah, like that's like a very okay. advanced. Yeah. It's not like, your fault, Sarah. No, no, the worst part, you guys, is a is a film crew came up to me Uh-oh. and like put it on my face and stood behind me, and I was like, no, please no. <laughs> Blonde girl, target. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please, not anybody now. else not here right now. but me on this fucking hunting horn. I'm sorry, horn. you're Roy. the only white girl. <laughs> Roy, did you get to play it? I didn't. You no, did I. I seven a.m. Seven a.m. is not was for just me. Too early. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we there, we have tons of other games to talk about. That mm-hmm. was one of the biggest games at the show and that is going to be I think that was the biggest, the draw, biggest draw of the show mm-hmm. yeah starting yes. like why else would you go I'm, to I'm, I'm, yes. I'm glad I got to play it I'm totally yeah. down to get into Monster Hunter again um, right on and even though it's slightly off but like the announcement the other day it's January 26th it's so, coming yes. soon and that's everywhere worldwide, they yeah. announced that worldwide yeah. too I, which I, is so I great it's 4 Pro themed yeah. to uh, yep. I do wish the Hunter hole. Arts were back doesn't seem like those are in there. You're talking about from generations? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is definitely meant to be more the original, like, hardcore Monster Hunter. But than one the... thing I didn't know they had mm-hmm. was that you can train your Palicos to ride monsters and, like, horses. Oh, uh, nice. Wait, so you have you can have Palicos hunting with you? Like... Uh, yeah, single player, yeah. 
And like uh, they, you can. I don't know Palico's what the name being is. The little cat yeah. yeah. But there was a, in the trailer that they made us watch a hundred times. <laughs> they showed them riding on one of the little baby uh, lizard mm, monsters, like, like mounted with like a spear, yeah, yeah, going yeah. at it, yeah. Nice. Uh, and uh, that was that's probably that's pretty cool. Huh. Yeah. Um. What else, Chris? Did you what did you what did you play? Were there any were there any like special press access things that uh, that you got before the show that you can talk about now? No, no there were well, not. there. Was, I mean, there was a Bandai Namco thing, but Brian Ashcraft went to that. Oh, okay. well, by the way, hi. I work for Kotaku now. Yes, that's right. Yes, thank you. Congratulations, yes, yes. by the way. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Brian went to the Bandai Namco thing and. Um, like I think there was a Sega thing for Sonic Forces, but I didn't go to that. So I mean, Guess I pretty did? much I wanted we to join the yeah. You guys, know the, 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 the oh resistance. nice. We joined the resistance. Mark, don't don't, don't I'm, we're trying to ignore them. <laughs> keep talk, keep talking. Um, I'll tell you Mark. what I played. I played um, I, I, I Final Fantasy 15 Comrades, which is uh, the multiplayer expansion. I played that too, but that was extremely a very very simple demo that was literally was. just like. Literally, you got on a the back of a pickup truck, and the pickup truck was speeding down the road. It was you and four other people. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, there's a monster. Jump out. Circle, circle, yeah. circle until it's are dead. You the, uh, so I'm super ignorant here. Are yeah. you the characters, the main characters no. in 15? You create no, the idea NPCs. is, okay. no, they're adding multiplayer. No, 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 no. You create your own character. Right. Yeah. And right. so you now but they're you're adding in the world. This. You're not any character from 15, the no. story mode. You're nope. just, okay. Right. It's in the world Brand of Brand new person created by you. Yeah. Hanging out. Final Fantasy 15 land. Killing gotcha. some monsters. Like I don't know how it all fits in. I have no right. idea how this all is and the fishing go down. VR thing too did not do that. Just a, just Why would I didn't even see that? Yes. To that. It yeah. might be here. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, the, the demo was super, just like pound circle until the enemy dies. Okay. And so it's like, okay, I really have nothing to say about this. Pound yeah. circle combat. comrade. Yeah, same, same pound com- circle com- comrade. It, it was same combat, same combat triangle like to do the uh, the warp, the wave dash, warping dash thing. Okay. I was I was playing. Did you pick up on anything? Well, I was playing with some other people too. Like it was we all were multiplayer demo. Right. So I don't know if this happened to you but like um some of the people in my group started to like enter like pinch status towards the oh, really? land of the last battle oh okay so like what, what that happens in final fantasy 15 is you kind of like crouch over and like roll around on the floor until somebody comes over and and like one of your npcs yeah. will like lift you up and then you're good to like use a potion or something right but i couldn't figure out like how to do that for my allies in, in this game so it's like mm. Like, why are you even telling me your this person's in trouble? Roy. What am I supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, your allies are your comrades, Right, Roy. comrades. My, my mistake. <laughs> so, so like, on the one hand, like, that kind of felt like a missed opportunity. I don't know if the game's just not far enough along, but it's like, you know. It's coming out. Like, let me, <laughs> let me, let me help, let me help this person. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I don't play games of trade shows, because, like, I don't feel like they demo very well. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather demo, play them when they're done. This demo was not, and, yeah. like, I don't, this demo mm-hmm. did not communicate in any way, like, what the whole, what the point of this is. Sure. You know what I mean? It was yeah, a that's true. Like, but if you're a Final Fantasy 15 fan, you're going to hey, be, you know, sure. excited about uh, it or whatever. So what the thing I, while I played, I mean, again, I don't really have a whole lot else to say about yeah. this either, but, um, you know, uh, Tak Fuji has a Switch, oh, yeah. Nintendo Switch drumming game. Is this the DMM? For DMM yeah, game. I heard that nice. he was on stage announcing He it. was on stage so talking a about it. Game, like a yeah. So, it, so, here, so it's, you know, it's more like Wii Music. If you remember Ooh. playing some Wii Music, getting that, some rap yeah. drums yeah. up in here. Smash hit. It, uh, um, worldwide phenomenon Wii Music? Because <laughs> what it does is, first of all, the demo started with a, a digital comic type scene, which was extremely lengthy mm. of aliens coming to Earth and forcing schoolgirls to play rock music something. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's called, because the game is called Girl Metal. God, God, mm. um, and so then it goes into a, it teaches you how to, to how to just do a drum line, basically, and just shake the, the Joy-Cons hmm. um, to go... 
along with the music. Right. And then it throws you into a live kind of show. Using and Joy-Con I thought, because the tutorial was beat matching. The tutorial was hitting it on the beat. Right. But then in the live show, there was no beat matching. Okay. And it would seem to be more of trying to do the Wii music thing of, it's you're going to play the uh, song and then the song... Out. Well, the song is going to go along with your rhythm of the drumming. So actually playing the actual game just felt like playing Wii Music to me. Like Robbie, so I, you were Robbie drumming out. And I was, just, I was Robbie drumming out. It was, and it was the, uh, somehow like the inauguration all over again. And I was back <laughs> oh, Robbie drumming. He was at that. No. Yeah, and it yeah, seems yeah. like an interesting, uh, you know, application of the. He was Robbie drums remotes. was there for the two of the worst moments of my life. Yeah, really, <laughs> of all of our lives. Um, um, so uh, so I played that so it was again it was a little kind of weird because I'm playing the live version but it literally just like doesn't matter what you do yeah. you know or it seemed like it didn't matter what I did I didn't really understand is the aesthetic very like uh, anime or realist I mean, yes okay. super anime I was guessing. extremely yeah. anime there was so there's one thing that I played that was good and you'll never ever get to play it it's called um, Rhythm Tact VR and it's a student game but it's this uh, it's I think it's Tokyo Communications Academy mm-hmm. and they partner up with Bandai Namco, and Bandai Namco lets them use their franchises in their student games, oh, which cool. I don't think oh, will wow. ever become products. Oh, yeah. that's great. So basically, awesome. the idea behind this game, yeah, so the idea behind this game was you're in VR, you, know, you have a Vive, and you have one Vive motion controller. A Google, a Google Vive? Hand. Yeah, and it looks like, it, yes, now, yeah. As of today. As of today. And um, it, Whoa, looks, really? it looks like, yeah, there's a partnership thing, right? Okay. We'll talk about so it, it looks like you're holding a orchestra conducting um, a baton. Tact. That's yes. the tact. The tact. Um, as in, yeah. As in Kaze, Kaze no, no tact. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the Japanese name is Zelda. And, right. and so um, then you're yeah, looking at Pac-Man. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, yeah we got We're all over that. Put your dictionaries down. That's the activity name of Wind Waker. That's the proper way to say that. Go ahead, Chris. Please continue. So you see, Tech you're in top. VR, and you see a massive, you know, retro Pac-Man board in front of you, and the Pac-Man um, like menu idle music starts playing, mm. and then to the rhythm of that music, the Pac-Man and the ghosts start floating out at you, Whoa. and you just take the baton and you go whap. Like you're like you're just hitting them with a stick hmm. uh, to the rhythm of the music and bap 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 and it was surprisingly fun. That sounds kind of fun. You know, hmm. those students yeah. did a good job. Those, those kids, there they get an a. A. Yep. they get something. Yeah, and a you could plus. tell. And you could tell it's like the students were all working that booth because they all look like super big nerds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean they my people. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. Wind yeah. Wakers. Um, anything else? No. Okay. That, that's fine. We got. There's lots of stuff Forces. going on. No, we got. We got to do some cycling. I think too. It's yes. about time to okay, uh, rotate yes. the tables. Um. Uh. Who wants to join in? A mystery guest. Who wants to join us? Uh. You. Why don't you come in? Uh. That's uh. Where's Mr. Jake HDR Casdal? <laughs> well known for his uh. <laughs> his amazing yeah, eyesight and ability to suss out uh. Subtle tones and hues of, of HDR. Do you want to really very briefly Wait, explain why your nickname what? is HDR? Listen. <laughs> oh God. Just 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 explain it. It's fine. Sh- be short story over pasta today uh, at lunch. We decided that uh, well we learned that Jake the learned. reason that my uh, my Horizon on my 4K TV on my PS Pro doesn't seem to be featuring HDR is because uh, it turns out the outbox on the PSVR is is overriding that somehow, right. which doesn't. Make a whole lot of sense to a guy like me, but so I the part it. that you skipped over 
is, of course, that you didn't notice this and that you thought it looked amazing in HDR I didn't on say your that. TV. I didn't say that. I oh, said, God. Right. No, I never said that. This is right. the I never said that. Come you on. saw it in your eyes. Anyway, no, no. we won't talk about the, the Zelda running a better frame rate at 620p <laughs> uh, either on the Switch. We're going to spare you that. 720p. 720p. Uh, what did you play today at the... Uh, you the of 17-bit of fame. Fame. Uh, I didn't actually play much, but I looked at a lot of stuff. Sure. Um, after we split up, John yes. and I split ways earlier at the merch booth. I went back to the. Uh, I, well, I looked at a bunch of the indie stuff. Um, Anything you know, stand out? Mm-hmm. Mostly stuff you'd seen before. Kind of stuff I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Um, went back to the big hall and watched um, Code Vein for a while. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So at the Namco Bandai booth. Uh, so this has been around and shown, I guess, a few times, but I've yeah. never seen it maybe playable. It before. hasn't been playable before now. Okay, is it is it the uh, Code Vein is to Dark Souls what God Eater is to Monster Hunter? Oh, wait, I get, yeah, you <laughs> right or right or wrong? I got write down the okay. jo- I wrote down the genre because it was amazing. Oh, the they Japanese had a, had a Japanese genre name. Like, but this, yeah. this, is a, this is a new record for this one here. Hold so, on, one but, but I think you are on the right okay. path with it, that. It is basically. a yeah. It, it is, is a, a knockoff in the vein, yeah, of Dark Souls. Very clearly, more for a definitely aimed at a uh, clearly at least style wise domestic market, aka like Japanese kind of not schoolgirls, but are you ready for this anime influence, under yeah. genre on yes. the official on the official release list under yeah. genre? Yeah. Dramatic Tansaku Action RPG. Tansaku being exploration. All this is one word. Yeah. Dramatic Tansaku Action RPG is yep. the official genre mm. of Project they Band. Japan loves genres, genres, man. That's, that's Very specific specific yeah, genres. I thought you were going to go crazy. Like, know, most Japanese games have crazy one is a lot. Really I don't know. Bizarre. I feel like that's I mean, a lot. Dramatic is a little... I mean... <laughs> so there's dramatic. Two, two playable... So Dark Souls is now, of course, like becoming a genre. I didn't with, see a lot of Dark Souls in this game. I heard people explain it that way. It looks really? more like kind of a straight up third person it's action like, brawler it's like, like Japanese love so much. It's like if Dark Souls wasn't open world, is what Graham said. Oh, it is open world. Yeah. Did Graham okay. play it? We should get Graham over he, here, too. He actually he pointed wa- me over to it. He watched it. He, the line was too ridiculous. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't... It looked like... So, I, it looked like there were two playable characters. It looked very... From what I saw, there were, like, very Dark Souls-looking enemies, and it looked like, you know, for lack of a better word, hard. Like, it looked like like Dark Souls-level hard, yeah. um, where guys were slashing, and you had to choose your animations and back in and out, and stuff like that is, uh, is how it appeared to me, but... But it looked more just like a third-person action game I think, to you? I mean, I was distracted by the pretty visuals being the art director that I am. I was looking at the lighting and the rim lighting. Like, there's a lot of really nice, subtle kind of artistic mm. effects and flares on it. Um, cool. I liked the character design. I thought the enemies were kind of creepy and weird, but in a good way. Kind of fresh, yeah. kind of like weird, deformed shark demon monster things. Yeah, I saw a lot of like really like dark, like black smoke monster kind of looking guys with swords. And yeah, that, just, that's part of what reminded just me really, of Dark Souls. really well produced like yeah. you know, really good art direction really good lighting really good lighting cues like kind of you know illuminating the exits and like, right. things to look at and stuff like that really subtle stuff at production really, did yeah. they have like really exit well signs <laughs> no but like you know like you know there'll be yeah. like a subtle rim light on a light on a ledge that you can jump up to that you probably wouldn't right. see otherwise see. stuff like that it was just really well produced and that's coming ps4 xbone and yeah. steam all at once yeah, yeah. 2018 okay what else? Uh, I watched Nino Kuni f- two for a while. Oh yeah, so I didn't see that, but I, I heard it was at the people. Sony booth, Who locked was behind the Sony booth where nobody could get into. Oh, I think Roy was waiting in line for that one for a while. There wasn't or a line where I played. Was. Oh really? It was right next Did to, you the, play to Monster Hunter Mini. Yeah, uh, the, the mini booth within the Sony booth. Oh um, yeah, I thought that was. I first saw that. And I was like, oh, Monster Hunter has a you know, it's a 
Big, but, <laughs> pretty but, good booth. Pretty good booth. Decent, you know, reasonable size like eight booth. giant monitors with, you know, the like, jungle thing yeah, going on. No, that's and, just the Sony, like, adjunct of the Monster Hunter booth. The Capcom had their own And that was weird. I, I noticed that today, and I can't think of an analog to that where that has ever happened before, where, like, a first party has not only had the booth... I mean, obviously, Sony has the third-party games playable at its booth. Right. But, like, to build out a custom area of the first-party booth yeah. with the Monster Hunter <laughs> yeah. meet on a stick photo op in the Sony booth. Yeah, it was right. a big... I, you can't think of that ever happening like, before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, there's the They're Monster Hunter. They're definitely banking yeah. big oh. time on that. Speak, I mean, that's a system seller. I mean, well, Speak yeah, and, and, and that's though? a very important, like, just like, hey, n- look what we got that Nintendo has had for the last however many years. Right. You know, it's important to Sony as a brand just to be able to say, hey, look big at us, time. we got Monster that's Hunter. That's the thing, know? yeah. It's clearly, like... PSP. I mean, literally, it illustrates just how big this is to Sony that they would go that far with their own booth. Absolutely. It's such because uh, all their uh, third, all the third party games at, are at the Sony booth, and they don't exist other places except for like Monster Hunter and yeah. a couple of others. And like, if you don't go there, you don't get to play a lot of the games that you would otherwise want to play. Mm-hmm. Like even Earth Defense Force Five, a game I really wanted to play, was only at Sony. They didn't have their own. I saw it. I saw that elsewhere. I, yeah. Really? Was yeah. it elsewhere? I didn't fucking see it. Actually, yeah, I saw yeah. it right at the end of the day somewhere else. It was off in like a corner it's somewhere. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. in the last booth, in the last hall. Chris, you were saying something? So I wanted to say, yeah, so uh, Secret of Mana is not playable as far as I know. Oh, huh. my, oh maybe it's at Sony's booth. I, I don't saw know. a photo ops. It was yeah, there. Yeah, there is. That's it. it. So there around no... the back of Square's booth, mm-hmm. hey, but as far as photo ops go, yeah. you can get your picture taken with the a big life-size plush rabbi. And they had the They had rabbi hats, too. Which was key. They do. To get you in the mood. Yeah. It really set the mood. And they have the whole the limited the edition that's going to be there next year or that's coming out next year yeah. uh, so you can see the limited edition in their booth which is it's pretty sweet mm. it's got a pop-up book the monotree pops out of the get book I excited for I mean because I love that series did you, did you play the, the no you play it the was game? at PAX it was right? at PAX yeah. it it's looks low like rent. IOS game it's a low budget it, is, it does it does it looks like a, exactly. it looks like a Vita like a game, game on PS4 it does got brought to PS4 which it does but you know what that means it's going to come out Right. Well, that yeah. means it's not like Final Fantasy VII remake. They want to make money it's actually and ship. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Jake, uh, you know, Kuni too looked yes. good. Oh, looked yeah, really so, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of a weird dichotomy between the really kind of awesome tune shading and the great character design. Uh, and this like kind of hyper realistic background stuff. There was like a bit of a, it was a little weird. Mm. But and it looks like there's two modes. Basically, it's kind of like old school Dragon Quest style, where you zoom out and the dudes go kind of chibi style and they're yeah. going around the world map. Yep. And then you get into a fight and it kind of like old school RPG style. It sounds like Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni one. And then the fight is way. very uh, you know arena style sort of brawler right. with these weird. I didn't quite, I didn't play it, so I didn't quite make what was going on. But basically, as far as I can tell. <laughs> you earn like MP that manifests themselves in these little Pikmin style dudes that run around you and whenever you do your magic like they'll you'll use them up mm-hmm. so they, it looks like these little Pikmin are running around your guy right. and like the other guy has got a bunch of Pikmin running around him and I was just like what the fuck is going on here but I just, like, he's like my grandma explaining a game to me or something he's I know like, exactly like, I just like right right sure granny yeah. I'm glad you had a good time <laughs> there's all these little white guys walking around coming out of the forest I don't know I was like wait, you, wait this is what you come day for play for the impressions right. of the video that's that you right. watch <laughs> straight from the street impressions yeah. right. this is real life right here people who actually know about the game are like what the fuck you gotta hear from from the guy yeah. who actually went to Tokyo Game <laughs> Show right. and stood directly right. behind I, the shoulder like your of grandma the was here. who was playing okay. the game. When I looked <laughs> over my shoulder when I was walking past yeah. the square booth, I thought I saw something that looked like a like a blue smudge. I'm not sure. <laughs> it might have been a hat of somebody some else gum. that I saw. 
wearing it. But uh, uh, speaking of right next to, did you guys see? Uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Kyo Soshi, the crazy like uh, disaster report yes, slash time in the middle of Actually, played. Talk to me about that. You didn't just see it over your shoulder. Well, we me. sorry. Where is that? Who did it? Was right next to. Is it the back of the band? It's right next to yeah. City. Okay. Shrouded in shadows. Okay. Do not say that fast five times. Uh, so uh, JJ, yeah. so your nickname yeah. was Dwoss Hog because you were fucking playing that shit for like an hour. <laughs> no, I played it for was like five no minutes. there no time limit on that thing? I played it for like five minutes, but the guys next to me were playing it for like an hour. Okay. And so that's the reason why me, Sarah, and Elon sat in line for over an hour when there was like ten people. Oh, because uh, the guy in front of you just they were There the were timers at the booth and they weren't setting the timers. That's a horrible... And the guy was not paying thing. attention. And as I left, I was like, hey, you know, these guys have played this game for way too long. <laughs> now that I'm done, I'm gonna tell well, you. Well, I like... <laughs> so I didn't even play my full time. I just played oh, really? like five minutes. Oh, okay. I thought you were there for a while. Um, Alright, well, let's talk about the actual... Let's yeah, talk about the game. So let's talk about what, the game. What the game is and, first. And uh, let me just start off by saying it runs at like five frames per second. The loading is awful. It, <laughs> the graphics are terrible. However, they're okay. They're terrible. Well, it okay. looks like a PS2 game. It, it was, was pretty bad. So, so parts of I'm it are you. really bad. Yeah. Parts of it are like one a scene with uh, with the character walking down the street actually looked okay, it, and then uh, like one of the let's say what the game is first. If, How about that? Yeah, <laughs> if, if we're not even fucking <laughs> say if, what the game. If the is, box has okay? simple 2000. You don't need to know what it is. It sucks. Okay, I would say not be what surprised. The game is first. However, however, let me. The actual game is amazing. It is a game where you are a human in a city that is being attacked by movie monsters. Uh, so in the demo, it's a disaster it, report. It's in the same it's like series. Disaster report makes yeah, it's a disaster report. Only the difference Basically. is this time instead of a natural disaster, it's like a Ultraman. kaiju Ultraman. Yeah. Ultraman. Fighting it's actually Godzilla. Ultraman, yeah. Godzilla. Gundam, yes. Evangelion, yes. all these things are and fighting they, in the city, and you are still a little human. Yes. in the environment as shit. this is, you see a big leg of Ultraman. You get to see the question. human drama and all this. Is stuff. it actually licensed characters, or you're just yeah, Ultraman, Evangelion, Godzilla, Gundam, yeah. So, okay, the game, let me just, I'll just reset, reset, <laughs> go. So the game starts, and uh, I didn't know this about this game, I never played Disaster Report, but, like, the game starts, it's like, you're in the city, and you are a man or a woman, you pick one of the two, and yeah. then it's like, you've come to the city to do something, what is it? And it's like, I came from the country, and I want to make it big, or okay. like, oh, you I, choose. I just got off of work. It's like or, you create a character. Yeah, and then, like, one was like, I... You know, the one I picked was, I just came to the city to have fun. <laughs> and so, like, I was a girl who came to the city to have fun. And then, like, so that after that, your character comes out and you're dressed as appropriate to what ah, your answers okay. were. Oh, nice. What were you so dressed I like? was, like, a 15-year-old-ish, uh, maybe a little bit older okay. girl who... Uh, Ready for the club. Let's just say 17, JJ. <laughs> yeah, 17. This is a Japanese podcast. Let's just change that to 17. 17-year-old <laughs> girl. Yeah. And then, so you get a phone call and you're like... Someone just called you. Who is it? And you get like four choices. Uh, and I thought this was okay. cool because I was a girl, and one of the options was she's my lover. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. She's my girlfriend. I'm like, okay, she's my girlfriend. I'm gonna go meet, go meet my girlfriend. And, and you're like, I don't care about this Ultraman shit. I yeah. want to get to the yeah. Ultraman. Ultraman drop, what happens next? On? Ultraman yeah. hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So I like. I'm, so now the stage is set, and now I have to go meet my girlfriend in the meeting place. And so I'm walking, and all of a sudden. Uh, like electricity comes out of the sky, Ultraman appears, thing, things explode, everybody's going crazy. I'm just kind of walking like a normal person. Um, and uh, so that's when the whole kind of game starts. And you've got to basically, you get a mission via your cell phone, and my first mission was to go meet my girlfriend wherever she was. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm uh, walking around. I don't know what I'm doing, where I'm going. It right. kind of gets that aspect of like chaos. 
mm-hmm. pretty good, but also it also because it's kind of designed poorly. It's also janky as hell. Yeah, the frame it, all yeah. crashed out. Oh, it's like five frames per second. But um, I'm like wandering it's around. It's really bad. It was pretty bad. I'm wandering around and I like run into a woman whose uh, like flower shop had just been destroyed, mm. and she's she's on the ground like like fishing for her flowers and being like mother I, I, give up. I can't do this anymore and yeah, like these internal monologue voices are yeah, amazing yeah and well she yeah, I'm a voice actor it really yeah. works with Tell the like out. Monster Hunter Durag you've got over yeah. your head right yes. now but. I was wondering what that was it's Monster Hunter and um <laughs> and so like she's doing all this stuff and then like it freezes and it gives you choices like uh, do you go up to her and say like I'll help you or yeah. do you just walk on by or like say right. something or whatever and then the last option is to l- laugh and oh. and be like oh, what a beautiful sight and then I was like okay I'm just gonna like be a total dick and I picked the last one and so the result was me <laughs> walking like I like walk up and I'm like <laughs> and it's like oh this is beautiful and like I go up Jesus. and there's some roses on the ground I stomp on the roses <laughs> I like smash them in with my foot and then like walk off and uh, just JJ, Damn. it sounds like the real monster is you here. Yeah. <laughs> I am the monster. I this sounds like the greatest game ever. Right? It was yeah. incredible. I only yeah. played it for five minutes, but I'm like, this is hilarious and awesome. Like, yeah. I just sounds great. It was. Mm-hmm. I can't believe the choices they give you were just so That's fun. Awesome. And, and well, so then and otherwise, I and I watched just a little bit. But is the main so besides that aspect of the game, the yeah. the the parts of the game that they're showing in the movies and screenshots a lot, is it that you're actually dodging like so Ultraman is fighting something in the background and you literally can like just see his leg because yeah. from your point of view but is it that you have to you know go the right direction or mm-hmm. else you get hit by uh, the like Ultraman's ass landing on you and it's game over because uh, the over, fights or, like, were pretty stiff looking like if you look up you can see like the two Ultramans going right. at each other and it's really kind of slow and yeah, awkward you just, Ultraman's hands just kind of kept going like, up and down it's kind of like a theme park right. it was yeah. like a big animatronic right. sort of like and I watched, we watched this one guy who got kind of stuck yeah. and he kept walking into fire okay. but it wasn't doing anything he was just right. like oh well, yeah, like so things you get a sense for what the like the lack of a better word the like core loop of the game. The loop is. is just you run and then like you find these little human drama moments. But okay. like like Sarah there's was saying, a lot of people like cowering and you go yeah. talk to them and there's like a little choose your own adventure thing pops up and you got to like you like you like gotcha. walk up to a bridge and the bridge will explode right and you're like you yeah, I can't do that anymore go another uh, way yeah. and then it will fall on you. And be on fire, but you won't get hurt. Just to give me an image, because I haven't seen this at all. Like, is it like constant chaos in the background, like yes. shit blowing up in it's, the sky? It's like the end of the world. Right. I mean, it's basically shit's going crazy. They're literally like, like what? They're yeah. right there. I mean, yeah. like, explosions. There's like a bus across the street, and it gets stepped on by Ultraman, and like yeah. his foot is like yeah. it's longer cool. than a school bus. Pretty, no, it, it, is. it is. I was when we were watching it, we didn't know what the hell was going on, and it looks kind of boring and dumb. But when I was in there, like seeing what the choices you have to make and stuff were it was hilarious I can forgive a bad frame rate a la EDF if the like what's going on is just amazing that's why I feel like like if this was a simple 2000 game I would make total sense but it would be one of those simple 2000 games that's kind of like a hidden gem sure to be fair I'm sure they'll clean it up somewhat before it comes out this game comes out next month or not (laughs) (laughs) that's what I was I was thinking the same thing oh yeah I was thinking the same thing and I was like oh man this is early and no (laughs) it's not disaster report games were never like bell of no. the ball, okay. Like if you are a tech <laughs> nerd or whatever, let's you. not say let's not bring EDF into this. That's just like that's just ugly, okay. You don't have to fucking but it go is, that far. It is on that level in terms of like technical. Uh, let's not go that far. Oh, you're an EDF hater, so you're, that's no. not. Let's just EDF keep is, talking. And there was a new EDF. There was EDF five, which yeah, is coming I mean, out in to... December. 
Nobody, nobody played it because nobody I cares. I saw a little bit. Series. I'm excited. The 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 mech robot movement was uh, so very realistic. Kind of similar to well, not not in the the human drama, but similar to uh, City Shrouded in Shadow. Uh-huh. In that, it's also like big kaiju is the new big thing. With I was this actually really impressed heroes. with the mech. John and I were watching it, and the mech like moves really slow, and it feels like he's like 700 feet tall. You're like, oh, that's. Like, I feel like EDF has always been like that with their vehicles, right? Sometimes to a point where it's not fun, but like the right. vehicles control almost like realistically. So yeah. like in that sense, yeah, that's cool. It looked good. It, it looked like slamming around and punching this giant monster in the face, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of. I like EDF. Uh, who else? What else? I think we should do some cycling again. Like we're we gotta keep this keep this fresh. We got we got a lot of people sitting in the room. Can we join the resistance on the floor over hey, there? Now that this next guest is coming on, we can talk about Sonic Forces. Oh, it's a good good timing. Oh my god, sir, off the floor. Shame. And onto a mic. He's finishing something up. Did you guys Shame. play a Mario Kart VR at all? No. Did you? Ever oh, play? No. Did you? I was at yeah. What did you do? Oh, VR nice. zone oh, okay. on on Tuesday. Like Please they had the do. media in, so they had a Tell bunch of different it. VR experiences. Yes. Um. So of course Mario Kart VR is the big draw. So all of the things at Shinjuku VR Zone, they have like installations that they've built basically. So you're not just putting on the Vive. You're putting right. on the Vive, and in the case of Mario Kart, sitting in a go kart that rumbles underneath you and you have the steering wheel and the pedals. So the whole thing is that and like your it's, hands, just to clarify, your hands yes, have the tracker on they put each tracker. You have a tracker on each hand right. for a full motion. This becomes important. Mm-hmm. So it's like a really sweaty glove that a million people have worn. Or? No, it's um, it's like rubber. Um, it's just like a band, like a rubber band that goes around your hand and the tracker just sits on the top of your, um, like the reverse of your palm basically. Yeah. So, um, the game itself is not even a game. It's like an, it's kind of like a, an amusement park type experience of Mario Kart. It's it's not. That's really what I heard and kind of feared. Oh, are you actually really? controlling yeah. the cart? You are. No, no, no. You're controlling the cart, but like occasionally, like you as you pass through a tunnel, like it blanks out and it comes back in, and they they kind of move everybody closer together again. Oh, uh, okay. Because they want everybody to finish the race at the same time and be done with the experience at the I same just time. Assumed... They want everybody to finish. Yeah. So it's it's programmed in such a way that it keeps everybody all together. Okay. Um, right. Right. And the it's more of like it's less of a race that you have to. Na- I mean, it is a race um, that you're that you're navigating, but like it's more about like constantly putting a fun thing in front of you. So it's like, oh, now piranha plants are chomping you. Now there's swamps coming down that you have to avoid. Okay. Now you're blasting over a ramp. Like there's always it's there's never a dull moment. It's always stuff. Yeah. So the driving part. I mean, look, if you've played a VR driving game, you've played this. You know right. what I mean? That that that's not interesting. The fun part is. That Mario Kart items are floating. There, there's a there's balloons floating over the racetrack with a rope hanging down from the balloon. And the items on the end of the rope. So as you're driving down the track, the item will float by you, and you reach up with your hand. Oh, nice. and oh wow! You grab the green mm. shell, That's and then awesome. using motion control, you throw the green shell at awesome. the cart oh, wow. in front of you. I gotta do this. Yeah. That sounds That's awesome. the fun part. That's the magic uh, moment of that of that experience. I, I for sure. just assumed that they took Mario Kart Eight and like the all assets and everything, and they just said, "Oh all no, right, let's just take no, that, all that same it's thing." It's just and throw it's it in. it's a one lap of one race, basically, gotcha. where, okay. where everything is. Always uh, kind of doing something neat with VR. Does it look yeah. like the old Amco arcade Mario Kart? Does yeah. it look more okay? okay. Yeah, it looks like, you know, it looks like Mario Kart. And you're playing <laughs> Mario Kart. Yeah. You know, did you true. say are you playing with eight people? Uh, four people. Four people. Okay. And the cart you sit in de- determines what character you are, basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just this like you know five minute type experience. Um, that's that's was again it, more of an amusement parky kind of thing. Was it weird seeing like? 
those iconic Nintendo things at scale, like in VR. It how was you it was very strange. Like, how big oh, was Mario? Two, did you see his nipples? Two two like, yeah, they were they were ri- they were dinner plates. They wow. were real big. No yeah. VR nipples, no sale. They you can get and the thing is with the VR, you can lean in real close and really just see every texture of uh, Mario's nipples. No, um, <laughs> like I looked to my left and there was um. You know, there was Luigi, you know, next to me at at scale, and yes. like then the and Bowser and Wario were were on the court, were on the were on the course as well, mm. and so the thwomps, the thwomps was the most fun, right? Because that's such an iconic Mario Kart thing is dodging the thwomps or like scooting underneath them, and to see them looking like they're sixty feet tall in front right. of you and could actually just smash you, yeah, <laughs> like that's that's pretty fun. That's a good. That's time. cool. Uh, there were others. Um, there was, uh, I mean, there were, there was like an Evangelion. Thing that's the one I want to play. I hear yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's Who the okay. hell are you? You just, you just shoot, you shoot the man. The I, hear, I hear that you're you're in, you're in a plug suit. I hear LCL fills the area. Yeah. Yeah, ATF field. So if you really, if you love Evangelion, you know, to be in there. But the the other cool one was I want to get in the robot. There was a Gundam fight where you don't actually. It's not like you're in the Gundam shooting. Yeah. Um, you show up in Odaiba, and the Gundam statue comes to life in front of you. The new Gundam. uh, And by the way, so hilariously, um, I said in my article, I was like, it's two Gundams fighting each other, and then I ran into Shuhei Yoshida. Who corrected me and was like, "By the way, I read your article." And president of Sony other, Worldwide, President Studios, of Sony right. Worldwide Studios, who was like, "By the way, the other one is a Zaku. It's not if a it's Gundam. pink. It's a, Zaku. It's a Zaku. <laughs> Come on, it was probably, was, probably uh, Charizard fight. Don't let him write the Gundam book. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, seriously. So the funny thing is, you're not inside the Gundam while the fight's going on. The Gundam." lowers his hand yes, down in front of you I heard about this. and then the thing you friends. actually walk to his hand yes yeah. it, it's a very japanese thing it's yeah. about it's about hugging a gundam mm. yeah. so you sit on inside every japanese child at birth i mean that's yeah. that's embedded and then there's a there's a you sit on a cushion to sit on the gundam's hand you literally yeah. walk up and sit down and then there's a big vertical triangular not triangular but like prismatic sort of cushion on the left hand side and that's the gundam's thumb so you can actually what you do grab is physically grab onto oh the God. thumb <laughs> yeah. as you're sitting this in a Gundam's beautiful. hand, and then the fight occurs in front of you, and the Gundam is fighting with his sword while he's holding you in his hand. That's so dangerous. Yeah. And like and to localize how thumb. this feels to like a Japanese kid, this is like sitting down in like an X-wing or a Tie Fighter Bingo. or something. You like, should, like you say kid, but you mean like well, thirty-five hearts. I'm still a kid, technically. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. But That's think about it. I mean, there's a million mech games out there, right? That have all done the same thing. Where you're in the captain's chair and you're like the guy. This is like. You're super exposed. You you're in this like giant a- virtual environment. Like that's probably pants shittingly terrifying. That you sounds awesome. Be an idol <laughs> yeah. singer. They should give you a microphone and you should be singing like karaoke. At that <laughs> well, got, yeah. to, to just fully make the fantasy. Well, the, that's Macross. Come on. That's a robot. Swings at you and the Gundam blocks the swings with his so the sword with his other hand right in front of your face. And of course, then and you're hugging his thumb. Oh man! And you look down and oh, by the way, he picks his hand up. So like you you look down and you're like a hundred feet off the ground and your feet are dangling because you're sitting on this big apparatus so you really think that you're being held up in the middle oh, of Odaiba. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, that was great. like that was like surprisingly better and I, you don't you don't do anything. You just hug on a you hug a gun. Just hold on for dear life. life. That yeah. sounds sweet. Giant man. thumb, yeah, a giant robot thumb. All right, Shane, uh friend, friend of the show, Shane, man god, Twin Peaks some reference, I don't know, <laughs> co- coffee. Twin Peaks is not pie. a nickname. Bettenhausen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Apple Good said, enough. Wait, and that's you, the beginning and the pause. end. We're going to talk about Twin Peaks. You, this just, podcast. you just said apple pie. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Well, Close enough. You got the, uh, you got the Oreos. I did bring, that's I how did I got bring apple pie. the apple pie Oreos. You and Chris both did. Well, so, you know, my favorite part of both. this podcast about Japan games and Japanese video games is when Graham talks about McDonald's special offers. <laughs> Just put that out there. Uh, see, see, this is what I have to fucking put up with when that happens. Okay, this is why I don't. I try not to let that happen. Uh, Shane, what did you play at the show? Well, to actually, I had a lot of meetings. Or see at the show, so I had a lot of meetings today. I yes. saw a lot of games. Uh, but last night there was this uh, cool indie event, and I managed at that weird event, which was really crowded and hot and sweaty. The indie, didn't have an air indie, conditioner. Right? No air conditioning. Indie mega booth. Indie mega. Indie mega sweat. show. Indie mega sweat. Yes, uh, they had. There was a sweet spot in the middle that was air conditioning. Right, and I managed to play one game. I played one round of unnamed Arika fighting game. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, so that was the first time in Japan. And it's that not at TGS. Arika of Street Fighter EX fame, right? right. Yeah. And basically. Famously, Skullomania. That's, I played as Skullomania. Character. Beautiful Skullomania. And yes. it, it is. Street, you know, it's not Street Fighter, but it's EX4. It yeah. really is. Oh, like, really? You didn't play as Alan Snyder? No, I, I wanted to play as. Wait, isn't that like the the plumber from like some eighties? I don't know, but he's like he looks. He's like is Graham here? If, uh, like a, Graham, Graham, like, a Graham, blind, come over. like a blind Japanese man designed an American character. Alan Snyder. <laughs> well, okay, it, it does have like four of the characters from Street Fighter EX. It Can has somebody Gar- swap in for uh, let like Graham swing in. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it has Garuda. It has D Dark. It has. Uh, who else? Cracker Jack, maybe? Did they? I don't think they announced Cracker Jack. Or maybe not. Dark, Graham McDRT. Oh. Well, I'm just, maybe, uh, I was, maybe I was hoping that those characters were in it. But I played Skullomania, and he was amazing. I'm amazed that game still does not have a name. Right? It's like a yeah. mystery fighting like, game. Like, when when does play? it come out? Have they said? I don't know. Nope. Okay. It's not have really a mystery systems? anymore. Have they said systems? Besides... No, I don't know. I don't know. I picked up a controller and played it last <laughs> yeah. night. It was there. Know, controller I held. In it. We know that much. And it, it looks good. It plays well. Yeah. Like I didn't like EX3, but I really liked EX2. What I, is I it? played a lot of EX2. <laughs> what is it? So it plays just like the EX games, or does it play more like, is it influenced by Street Fighter 4? It they... felt more like EX2 to me. Okay. I mean, I was EX2 drunk. is a damn good feeling game. Yeah, I, I, I was so. happy, though. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm glad this exists. It looks Are there good. any system, any like new systems, any particular unique I didn't play it enough. I didn't get the chance to play myself, but I know that it's the Gogi system is the big thing in this game. Your characters are all customizable to a certain extent. Okay. So, I mean, I, since I haven't played it, I can't really tell you a whole customizable lot. Customizable gameplay-wise, not just uh, Yeah, the characters, yeah, gameplay-wise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But since you're here, something you can tell us about, and also JJ, yes. is you guys played Dragon Ball oh, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Balls. Fighters. Dragon Balls. I've also played that. We had that at, in our booth at, P- at PAX, and yeah. I played it briefly, and it's really fun. What do you guys My- think? I think it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. I okay. Gorgeous. To get back to the first thing we talked about, buying import games, I imported Dragon Ball Z games. Twenty two out of the back Ultimate of Battle, Ultimate Battle Twenty Two. Ultimate wow. Battle Twenty Two. All those wow. things. That is amazing. T-shirt, Michael McWhorter. Um, <laughs> and um, and so I've like played so many Dragon Ball Z games, and this is the one that finally fucking nails what. Dragon Ball is. I got to interject. Long last after forty only, years of garbage. However, it, it, is, it, it has always been garbage. But don't you feel? Don't you feel like the one thing it's missing is like flying around, Mr. Shatong? No, but like aerial fireballs. No, like, you feel like no. Like, see, the thing is, is that it it gets the oh shit. JJ wound <laughs> up, folks. Like the 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 thing about Dragon Ball is that <laughs> yes, up. there is like flying. There is all Super the Saiyan. bullshit people in there. Yeah. Hell yeah, Super Saiyan God Blue Super. That's all I know about Dragon Ball. I just <laughs> um, said it, and that's God that's it. I'm Blue. Out. And it gets like it has like a lot of uh, the manga. Aspects like the like the anime aspects mm. Your built into animes? the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. the game We're, is anime as shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking it's it's out there, man. Where you like launch a guy and then it like 
changes viewpoints and you like kind of fly in a Dragon Ball Z way to meet them and like keep your right. attack going. But that, that's why I did. See, the, those cuts, those edits are kind of what jar, like I wanted to be in real time. I it guess is you, kind you, of you in get real used time, to though. it, but no, there's there's like edits. It like it like cuts. Yeah, because like, you must have to wait yeah. for okay uh, when it comes back to me. I'm gonna actually do this input right because it's very dynamic. The camera's going, but it all happens over the place. like in a split second, right? And and then like you know the the special attacks and stuff like that. There's like it gets. It's so close to the anime, and it feels like you're watching. Well, it it the looks anime. like 3D anime, and it is. You know, it is. I think, from what I played, the best Dragon Ball fighting yeah. game ever. And, and this situ- game is developed by Arc System, Arc System Works, Works, who make the Guilty, Guilty Gear games yeah, and right. the Blaze And like Blaze the Blue situations and- that you get into, like, um, like your Frieza versus Goku, uh, and like you know, your Frieza, you, your Goku, you right? Know. You're doing, you're Krillin, you're doing these combos, <laughs> Trunks, variety, Goku, and like there, there's. This, <laughs> There was this moment in a video I saw where, like, one guy did, like, this level three super move against a Goku, and um, just as the guy was about to get hit by this fucking, like, killer super move that would have just ended him, he did a counter where he, like, disappeared, ended up behind the guy, turned Super Saiyan 3, smacked him up in the air, (laughs) did this combo, and then did this giant three three (laughs) with the long hair, and did this... Holy shit. Dude, (laughs) let me tell you what. I'll tell you what. And and then he like this giant Kamehameha. Kamehameha! I want to hear what... Kamehameha for people who... Let him finish though. He's he's having such a good time. You know what? (laughs) Fuck you, Mark. I don't give... No, no, keep going. I'm really excited. It was good. I don't give a shit. Graham isn't the only person that gets to talk about fighting games I, when they're this I fucking think, good. Know, so fuck off with that bullshit, Mark. For five minutes. I just want. I like your passion. Finish though. Wait, wait, hold on, let it finish. I want to say oh, that. that's not evil. Like, <laughs> it, like for people, what happened after SSJ's ass? That's right. He, 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 he was then, number three, Mark. God damn it! Oh my god! And with the long hair. With the long hair. What could have happened all, next? It gets all. It gets all these small moments exactly right. So if you're a person who isn't like Graham, who like plays. Like, like the cerebral <laughs> right. fighting game. Right. I'm a fighting game guy. Guy. Yeah. It gets. It's like the first time I've played a fighting game in a while where I feel like it is fun for people who don't play fighting. What's well, fun just to watch? Like it's, it's amazing. Amazing. Watch. Yeah, it's amazing. Love watching. Yeah. Like even my wife, it who looks ridiculous. Admittedly, is a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. Okay. Was watching me play and was like, "This is amazing." Right. Like, and like MVC Infinite just came out like this week. That game is dead. Well, but <laughs> that game is now dead. already I, dead. I, I, for me, the problem is though, Dragon Ball is okay, visual. Have you seen Chris Redfield? Can I, can I please? Have you seen Spider-Man <laughs> without a neck? Let the host speak. Yes. JJ, things are being thrown at you now. I love JJ's passion a yes. lot. Yeah. Me too. I'm very I mean, excited. What do you nice say? Makes a lot of sense. I'm pre-ordering it right now. It makes a lot of sense to me because, you know, looking at it more analytically, I'm kind of scared of Arc System Works games because they're always incredibly complicated. Like Guilty yeah. Gear is a hard game. Blaze Blue is a hard game. A Blast Blue. Oh, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Canadian. But yeah, when you... When you play Dragon Ball, they simplify it in a lot of ways that I think make a lot of sense because their main target is obviously going to be the Dragon Ball people. And yes. then if they can get in Guilty Gear people afterwards, that's good. So, like, this is just a four-button game, light, medium, heavy, and just, like, a fucking energy beam button. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really easy to do shit. Like, they made stuff universal across all the characters where, like, anti-air for everybody is just hold down and hit heavy. And it's yeah. really... And, like, the shit we're talking about, you can just... Like, you mentioned all the cuts. Like, if you knock somebody in the air, yeah, there's a cut when you follow them. You, if you hit medium and heavy at the same time, you just do that Dragon Ball shit where you vanish. Show up behind him, they kick him in the head. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, everything happens awesome. all at once. Yeah, so it's really easy to just like hit 
A a lot or just A B C and then knock them up and really cool shit is happening immediately. My knowledge of Dragon Ball expands to like that one gif where like the kid, the head coach of the whatever, like his hair. Yes. Fucking, can yeah. you do that? The European. Well, soccer can you coach? go Super Saiyan? Yes. Yeah. No. Oh, no. You can go Super no. Saiyan God. Okay. Super so Saiyan. is that for the sequel? <laughs> or that's Super Saiyan Blue. They're pay, treating pay all, DLC. They're treating Super Saiyan characters as like separate visions, uh, versions of the same characters. So you've got like oh, a Super okay. Saiyan Goku and Vegeta, and then a Super Saiyan God Blue of each. So I mean, <laughs> you can't transform during the match, but oh, you can no. you can transfer. You, oh. Like I said earlier, you can transform into Super yeah, Saiyan Yeah, and like also making it simplifying it. Like every character only really has two moves, and then two super moves, and they're all activated using the same commands. So kind of like the same way that Smash is easy to pick up because everybody controls the same. Yeah. In Dragon Ball, if you just and there are only quarter circles. As long as you master the quarter circle motion, you know every move in the game. Okay, well, so it's easy so to get into. On a really basic level, it sounds like you, I mean, obviously JJ, you loved it, Graham. Oh, like you're a fighting game hardcore dude. Did you like it too? Yeah, I mean, it was cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it. And so see, the the, know, the super there. hardcore and the non super hardcore can all enjoy this game. It looks yeah. fucking great. I, think I everyone, can't wait. Everyone agrees it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be the biggest right. DBZ game ever made. It's I mean, going to be the new Marvel. Yes, yeah. you think absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Marvel. Dude, Shots Capcom fired. fucking dropped the ball hard so on So they Marvel. had it at their booth uh, the at the show. The, the Infinity <laughs> Eggs. The Infinity yeah. Easter Eggs. The yeah. Cadbury Cream. <laughs> Did anybody play the, the VR game at Capcom's booth? Which one? No. The one about the, the dudes? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to, so I wanted to too. We tried, but they were like, no, you can't. Wait, really? So, yeah. They were like... You barred from the event. People who had like had red reservations or whatever. Uh, okay. Let's let's talk briefly about what that what that game is. So so Paruma, which I didn't know, it was apparently a a, a mobile game yeah, that's been was, out here for, very um, popular. It was there last year. And it was, mm -mm. was there last year. I I got I think JJ wish they showed it to me a year ago. Yeah. And basically there's like a boy trapped in your phone. A very pretty boy. Or, uh, or he's like, trapped in your phone or like you have a video camera on your phone to wherever he is yes. and he doesn't know. And he's kind of in prison. He's kind of in like solid <laughs> solitude. Like, yeah. he's in solitary confinement. confinement. He's in solitary confinement. <laughs> he's wearing a nice suit. Solid he's like, he looks like a nice guy. I mean, you know. He's in... Uh, you watch him brush his teeth. Of love. So like, you know that he takes care of himself. Do yeah. we know what he's in for? Like, what? No. Okay. You, the that mystery, is a big I think it's white, white collar crime. Okay. <laughs> the mystery yeah. is you trying to figure out really? What, yeah, because I mean, you can watch you like watch him really like brush his teeth in the mirror and like get ready. I thought and it was stuff. in the visiting room where you have you know the, the iconic is, you you are on both wall. sides of the plastic but like, and you put he, your like, hand up. He like moves around occasionally. Yeah. And then when he goes back to his like fish tank, you can kind of tap on the glass. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you, you tap, tap on, on your, your phone, phone and you're like, "Hey, you." Yeah. He's like sexy hey, semen. It's like sexy semen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what they sexy should call it. Yeah. Wait, somebody fucking register that you are before the podcast goes up. I had some dinner with you Saturday last night. That hits home. You talk about sexy semen. Did you talk about his news? No, I didn't go out with him. Probably I was passed it up. Oh, oh, he's just name dropping now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at Burger okay. King. Congratulations with John on your dinner. <laughs> well, so really back to this VR game. Life. So it's for Vive. It's mm -hmm. not for PSVR, but it is uh, definitely. It's like the um, summer lesson, like the girls' summer but it's lesson. Like weird, because he's they're behind bars, and in so, summer yes. and in summer lessons you can like chat with them, and everything's right. kind of like easygoing. But this is like they added a new guy. They're both behind bars. Yes. And I have no clue why. Even the even the part of the booth that it was in was like a little literally like, curtain. Like, yeah. like you go behind the bars prison. to play the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm so mad. But I, I, but I thought in how and you know the promotional image they're using for it has the guy up against the glass, mm -hmm. doing with his hand up against mm -hmm. the glass, and you're using a Vive controller to like touch hands. Presumably, yes, for your I will hand. See you. But like, but the whole game, and it's basically just called like uh, the like prisoner Paruma, and then like Menkai yeah. or whatever. So it's just like. 
presumably it's just that it's just human interaction it's just you sitting there mm-hmm. talking to him which actually last year's podcast we talked about the mobile- summer lessons kind of one of these interesting things i was just fascinated by that idea in vr a game made by capcom mm-hmm. also appealing obviously to like a female demographic right yeah. right i thought that was like really well, interesting everybody who i saw playing it was a woman coming right. out of that booth and the, yeah. the, the goods area had like 10 different things for the mobile well, it's very popular i was like it must be popular game. it's super yeah. popular mobile game um, the thing about vr though is it brings stuff down to this really human scale in a way that you know watch stuff on a tv just doesn't you know mm-hmm. everybody wants to go bigger and bigger and bigger but it like right. it forces no, exactly. you to come back down all to you like, need is yeah, a small scale it's a sexy boy in a i don't know i'd rather cell. like i'd rather boy teach a boy english than like try to break him True. out of solitary confinement hey maybe there will be d- summer <laughs> yeah DLC find, for you. You. find you a prisoner Eventually. who needs both <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point why doesn't summer lesson have any dudes like it's gonna get they just have, they, they right. haven't gone through all the yeah the third so somebody i think yamachan today pointed out that if you were to actually buy all the dlc for summer lesson it's like Three hundred dollars worth of stuff. That's the idea. What? Exactly. Is it really that it's, much? It's popular here. That's what he said, and he's a smart dude. So right. I wanted to correct JJ when he was saying that EDF was on the floor and the far. We the, we 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 figured. But that no, out, on the though. far hall, because like in in the press conference the other day, I was like two EDF games, weird. And then like I found D3's booth. There were three EDF games in that booth. Wow. I was like what? fans of no, shooting baby. ants. I didn't even. Your day has come. <laughs> I didn't realize D3 even had a booth. Yeah, it's on the far <laughs> far side. Ant shooting yeah. fans rejoice, right? Like, yeah. you love, you hate <laughs> ants. <laughs> Your day is gone. You really fucking hate ants. You really hate the ants. <laughs> Your fucking day is made. Did uh, Shane, did you play, uh, like, play or see anything well, else? I did play a game today, but it's funny because, like, David snuck in here and I saw. Friend of the show, David O'Reilly. I saw, I saw him room. playing Fight Night. Wait, let's go hunt from afar. Spell okay. Fight Night. That was the game I wanted to talk Fight about. With a K. Fight Night. I wanted to talk about that. It's good. Fight Knight. I saw him playing it, but I didn't want to interrupt him, but he was really into it. Is and that like, what it was called? Fight Knight. Fight Knight? Published by Dangan. Dangan. Back in Tokyo. But I want to hear... Like, I, want, I want to hear David O'Reilly's take David on Fight Knight because I wow. secretly played it after him. Welcome I, back, I didn't, David. Want to, hey. I didn't want to interrupt him. Yeah, let's talk about Fight Night. We uh, we hear you played it. <laughs> oh, I did play Fight Night. Fight Night with K. Yeah, I really liked that game. That was a a thing where I just saw a GIF of it like a month ago and I was like, that's interesting. But didn't you think you it was know? hard? Well, let's talk about what it is first. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah. People don't know what the first hell it person is. puncher. Oh, okay. okay. Guns oh, and crawlers slash. Remember, remember like, down, really big down. Colors. Let David tell us. No, yeah, I'm actually. I would. I think you're going to be much better at describing because it, it is like uh, playing on these, uh, what, like kind of stylistic things from older games where it's like it's a grid type movement. You're very limited. Yeah. It's not like looking all the way around. Right. But I thought that would be something that uh, you know because when you have the freedom to look around in every first person in the game now. Uh, it's uh, it's you'd think oh it wouldn't be so attractive to actually pull that away from you and only have these ninety degree angles. Actually, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you only have the cardinal direction, so it kind of feels like yeah. an old eighties huh. cardinal game. directions. So I knew the cardinals, <laughs> the cardinals yeah, yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, yeah. is it like a, a mysterious dungeon game where when you move, all the enemies move once? And no, they like, stay still, and you run up and still, like, punch them in the face, but, and bones pop off. No, but you no, have no, no, to when you when you hit them in real time, or do they wait till you move one and then they move one and you move one? No, they they time. It's not totally turn based. Yeah. It's like they they can attack you at different. There's timing involved in the fighting. Okay, but it's and, like uh, a Final Fantasy type of thing where like you hit them and then a fight starts, right? 
Uh, I no, guess so. I don't know. I don't know. They can come up to you, right? Yeah, you oh, yeah. Yeah. they approach you. The whole thing is, and you talk to people by punching them. Why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like NPCs, like the initial person you talk to, you talk to them by punching them. They acknowledge you that you're punching them, or no? They're just like, yeah, all right, cool. Here's some more information. Okay, I like that. Well, the visuals are you know a little like antiquated on purpose. They are. It isn't meant to be modern visuals. It's like, dude, I got it. It pops so well. Like that was the one game at the party last night where I was just like, I want to play that. It's got good colors. Yeah, good yeah. art, like really strong yeah, yeah. contrast, really kind of old school aesthetic, but like with the proper amount of juicy kind of modern stuff. Like even yes. the turns are like really that's right, juicy. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. They, they, they the have movement bit, is they have juicy. a lot of subtle juicy, like, juicy, juicy, subtle juicy. movement and camera movement actually is like very. Turns. It's doing a lot of subtle stuff. It's not just you're totally locked in, especially when you're fighting. I noticed that that it's it's going like that. Yeah, it's like a weird. It's a weird kind of combination of like really yeah. old and really sort of it, modern. It actually reminded me of the Neo Geo game Cross Swords. Yeah, in that okay, it's like that. Expanded or out. Or your other game, Super Spy, that you love. Oh, there you go. But it, but it felt <laughs> it was one guy too, right? It's developed seven yeah. years apparently. But it felt like a throwback. Years, but it crazy. felt fresh. Right. It stood out to me. Yep. Yeah, the cool. subtlety. This there's is, a lot. Uh, like PS4. I think what it's PC on? only right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it comes other places. And where Where was it? Where did they? It show? was in the indie area. Um. Uh. TGS in the in Dangan Entertainment booth. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of subtlety to the also the post effects of it, which deserves credit because it's. Kind of throbbing slowly, mm. and one of the things that when it, I like a good throb, you know, you need a slow throb because <laughs> he turns throbbing, uh, so, throbbing something gristle. kind of active. Like in animation, you have this thing tracebacks where you draw if some if a character stops moving, you draw the same drawing over and over again to keep it alive, mm. give it kind of boil, mm. and that's something that's missing when people do retro styles. Uh, one of the charming things I think about those games is the glow that you got from the screen, the forgiving kind of. Uh, additional glow and what they did here is really interesting because it still feels very analog and it's pulsing and alive and so it doesn't have that dead feeling mm-hmm. that you know right. in, in games often uh, I think makes you, makes you really separate uh, active well, yeah, it kind of detaches you from the screen, the, yeah, the screen yeah. isn't static you're right like if you're yeah. just looking at us you know like it looks alive yeah, it looks, alive. It looks yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a, so shout out to whoever worked on that mm-hmm. shader seven years really well good. since EA is probably going to sue you for calling it fight night I suggest changing it to call <laughs> juicy throbbing okay okay so, yeah. juicy uh, turns before I get kicked off of here I want to say my favorite you're not getting thing. kicked off the fans love you man stay around <laughs> my favorite thing Radiant that I saw today plumbing. was in the Sony Inter- Interactive Entertainment booth. It was the <laughs> Detroit. Of course, it was Shane. Yes, it was yes! the mannequins. It was mannequins. It was the Detroit. Hu- with the, with the, with the, what's the subtitle? <laughs> Detroit human. Something human. Almost human. Beyond, Almost human. Beyond human. So there's yeah. like a glass yeah. cage with like human. three Detroit, android, human. three androids in it, but they're just people. Yeah, but and they're just white. They're no, all, they're all not Japanese people. Well, they're not Japanese. They're all not but they're Japanese. Okay, there's they're a multicultural. There's, yeah, multicultural. And they did swap them out during the day. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Because if their job was intense. What they had to do was they basically had to stand there, very still, look straight ahead, do the like Buckingham Palace guard thing, and yeah. not you know break character, no, not but smile, not very do slow movements. Well, so and if He's somebody like, would look at you and smile, whatever, and then they would look back and drop their like, smile immediately. Yeah, they would react to a person very distinctly, very robotically, and then go back to like well, default. It's funny. It's like, they're pretty good. Yeah, kind of creepy. So, it was so a lot of times in Japan, they'll just hire whoever. Like, <laughs> hey, you look like you're yeah. not from here. You're, you. So I this. saw them, and I was like enamored, taking picture, like video, and then like I ran into to a lady who works at Sony Japan, and she's like, those they're not real, are they? I'm like, <laughs> right? 
I think you're going to say, wait, she's wait, like, wait, no, Shane, they wait. are real. You're going to say, do you see those what people? What do you mean by they're not real? Like, they're not real androids? She thought they were not real people. And I was like, those are real people. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm 99% sure those are real people. not real people. I'm sure. Then Sony has a brand new business that they can went to way past this video game Very attractive, not, yeah, like, real people, but also made up to look like kind uh, of fake yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit fake like well i gotta say like to publicize that game which is like uh quick time events apparently and like, i mean any david cage not game, a political wait game wait wait all, so you, you don't like heavy rain you're a hater no i actually Jason. I, i'm on the record like talking two hours about heavy rain i it like frustrated the shit out of me but i was fascinated but are you by curious about time. detroit even if it is even if you imagine it's a bunch of QTEs. So i am but what i'm saying is that's a very hard game to have an installation mm. in a booth that's going to get people interested in it you know, it's like, oh, the human drama. Like, oh, here's a here's a whatever, like a magnifying glass you can inspect, just like you do in the real game. It's like, wait, what? No. So they did, you know, props to whoever the hell thought and, of that thing. I mean, for the record. There was a crowd. Those weren't the only people in, like, boxes. Yeah, what, yeah. Was, what was you were saying There was a, a booth right across from Capcom that had, like, four pillars. And in each of the pillars that were, like, plexiglass boxes, there were women cosplaying as characters. Yeah. And they would just pose in these boxes. And people would crowd around and like take pictures. I of I saw them. that. Yeah. So I'm like, is there some theme about like putting people in like plexiglass boxes right. this year? Like <laughs> imprisonment. What? Is it, it's is, like that was the official theme. Yeah, the plexiglass yeah, TGS. TGS year, always so. had that like English on their slogan. It was Wait. probably like imprisoning your games. I just something. saw the strangest booth I saw. It was like on the far other side. It was like some major PC manufacturer having yeah. something called like the Omen, and it was like twenty like yes. goth yeah. goth Lolita girls. It was yes. really weird. And yeah. Nobody They're, was in their booth. It was there strange. Was more their people. PCs also looked kind of evil and ominous mm. like they obelisks were like, more, like these they dark. had more like women outside their booth than people yes. in their booth actually looking at their product um, so we actually have uh, people here who did play games I'm gonna go oh. out on a limb and Cycle say shift. who we count on every uh, Tokyo right. game show he of the amazing uh, t-shirt forementioned by JJ yes. Uh, Mr. Michael McWhorter, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you and for having me. You brought, you have a whole. There's a, this year at TGS we had the Polygon Cabal, it's a posse, which yeah. we're we're super happy mm-hmm. to have. Uh, first time, but uh, hopefully I'm going to just say friend of the show, uh, Allegra Frank. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. Your first Tokyo Game Show. My first TGS. Awesome. I'm very very excited. I've never nice. met you, but I'm a fan of your work. And nice to meet you, you on this podcast. And Ashley O. Hi. Thanks for coming. Uh, they're, they're both of the Polygon Show, which That's is another right. podcast that you can download on uh, Friday there mornings. There are other po- podcasts out yeah, there. It's, fin- it's a fantastic listen. I highly recommend it. I'm awesome. not just saying that because I work with them. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. What are you guys going to talk about from Tokyo Game Show on your podcast? Let's talk about it first here. Spoilers. Oh, well. And then, so, are we going to spoil things? I'll spoil it because I have no investment in it. All but right. <laughs> they did, I think, a 30-minute treatise on uh, the four Coke products that you can get in japan mm. which are uh coke zero regular yes. coca-cola coke with coffee and okay. coke coke with coffee what yeah that's that? a coke, vending machine only coke thing. plus wow. coke yes. plus was the other well, yeah. please look forward to you that you should also get the on, uh, candy corn pepsi while you're here are those all different Halloween from pepsi. the u.s oh, formulation it's well pink. no I, it's pink it tastes like candy corn it does oh, it's nasty spoiled the Oh man! <laughs> Spoilers. Basically our podcast is like ostensibly a video game podcast, but mostly it's just a food review show. Well, if you need some apple pie, or if you need apple pie Oreos, that do yeah. over there. Fifty yeah. percent of podcasts somehow, whatever they're ostensibly themed about, this podcast turns into like McDonald's Japan. Yeah, I, I was Watch. just at the Family Mart and I saw Family Chickies there, and I yes. thought of, I thought of Wait, this show. Have you, have you two had Family Chickies yet? 
No, what no, is I looked at them. They look good. They are the, the best slab of chicken, probably chicken <laughs> slab, you will ever have. Probably, probably, probably chicken. chicken. Yes. So Family Mart, you've seen the Family Mart uh, uh, convenience chain, Maybe right? Family Mart. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. Family Chicky is like short for Family Mart chicken. And it's like, is it breaded always, or is it there's different varieties? It's spicy. Family Chicky has got like, uh, like Uncle Taro's eleven blends of spices <laughs> and herbs. It's what these guys eat before every podcast, yes. and they're gonna die. Before it's good. Forty. <laughs> hey, I'm but, sorry. I'm, I hey, know I'm, you guys have been going for an hour, but has JJ's babushka been addressed? <laughs> so, uh, it's a little bit. Briefly. Okay. Okay. And Sarah actually had hers going, oh, and that okay. was her nickname. It's kind of warm, though. was related to that, but yes. we're trying to kind of ignore it. Like, okay. like the crazy aunt who's like <laughs> losing her mind, and then we figure if we just don't acknowledge These it. These wacky but, kids. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a little distracting. It will go away. Yeah, so what, what you guys... Uh, so uh, I, I, actually, I have a list. Yeah. Okay. I have a list oh, of all yes. the things that I played, and I know I, I heard you. you talking about um, Dragon Ball Z. No, no, no. we're gonna fighters. we're gonna overlap, okay. and that's totally fine. That's that's par for the course. That's uh, how we do. I'll, I'll go through my list, and these two actually played some things that I didn't. Okay, um, awesome. <clears throat> and chime in on anything that that he talks about too. Uh, I played Code Vein. Okay, right. so here's my theory on Code Vein. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay, this is a math. This is like an SAT formulation for Code Vein, but uh, Code Vein is to Dark Souls as. Um, what the hell? It's made by the God Eater people. No, no, so no. your 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 allegory God Eater is to Monster Hunter. That is wrong. that is a great analogy. Okay, yes. excellent. It's pretty. Gold star for me. <laughs> it's pretty. So basically, it it, it is a Dark Souls influence because we were talking earlier. Oh yeah. Oh, it, but more yeah. open world. I wouldn't necessarily no. say that. But I mean, Would you but call I, it I've, I've only played Souls? one area. It, it's very anime Souls. Yes. Anime Souls. Okay. Um, I would say that the, you know, like the controller mapping is mm. like close to one to one. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. I would say the most interesting thing that they have in that game is this thing that they have called gifts, which are basically these like spells and buffs that you can use throughout the game that consume blood. Okay. Um, most of the controls How are very similar. I know. <laughs> So the, the, uh, the game is uh, you're a vampire, yeah. right? There are a lot of vampires in the in this game. Can you game. play as the guy or girl, the two main characters? Or? Uh, I, you know what? I don't know. I think you can only play as like one as a guy. Okay, and then you can have various NPC companions. Okay, so All you right. acquire those throughout the game, and you can uh, take them on expeditions with you. Uh, and I think that like based on their character class and attributes. Um, you know, it, it depends on like how valuable they'll be in a certain area against a certain enemy, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think NPCs in that game are a much bigger deal, and they're like, omnipresent as opposed to in Dark Souls, where you could just summon them during certain encounters. Right. Whereas this is like you go back to the hub world and just say, "Come on, let's go." Okay. And uh, but it is, it is. I, I think your analogy is 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 really solid because right. like uh, it follows the Dark Souls formula very closely. Yeah. But it uh, is certainly not as tight. And yeah, it implies like, a little bit of, like, not quite super mm, polished. It's, like, it's lacking some precision. Though, yeah, right? it implies a little bit of, like, I don't want to be too harsh, but, like, kind of cheap knockoff. Not in the cheap, but, like, a kind of knockoff, right? right? I mean, God of. What is it? God. I can't. God Eater God is, eater. like, a Monster Hunter God knockoff. of Eater. Let's God of Eater. God of Eater is a, knock- is a Monster Hunter knockoff, right? So. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, that's. But but is this a game you will like play? Is this a, is this on now on your I, radar? I don't think so. Oh really? It's, it's not. So not. Okay. All right. It was serviceable, but I didn't I didn't 
Right. That's why we like having Polygon on the show. Hell we get, we yeah. get facts because none right. of us have any. We get, that's we get right. honest opinions. They come with notes, goddammit. Yeah, that's like, right. There's fucking notes on the cell phone. <laughs> that is a big deal for and this podcast. We are podcast, completely okay? unbiased in every way on this well, show. Well, I know why I'm here. I know, I know why I'm brought onto the show, and it's not for my personality. <laughs> oh, it's for that, too. Like, don't don't for your awesome stuff for, and it's for your t-shirts. Have we explained the t-shirt at all? It's a Pomeranian. I hope that one of you... Did you make that t-shirt? No, no. My friend... Um, uh, Greg, he this is his dog Romy. Oh, nice! And, um, and uh, it's uh, from a famous photographer, Edward Culver, who's a mm. punk rock photographer, and uh, nice. he photographed Romy, and they made a shirt out of it. Well, as I, as I was coming to this podcast, I was hoping that a, that a professional games journalist had played Anubis Mars because, like, it looked like a really. Oh. Cool. I hope so because it was, Wait, was that there? On. It was. Oh, and, like, okay. you played in this I cool played pod. It. Uh, I played it uh, in standard mode, and I played no. it in VR. This, so. this is the, see? see, I'm telling this you, this is what I came here for. But, Do tell. <laughs> but uh, I think Ashley and uh, Allegra probably want to speak. I want to hear that. Yeah, I would like to hear their yeah. opinions. Yeah. No, we we did not. I did only you watch played Mike play it. No, uh, well, <laughs> I just well, we got in there, and I was like, all right, bye. Okay, well, just that's a tease for later. Talk about what you played. Then. Uh, both of us played uh, Necrobarissa. Yeah, which okay, was, we uh, hung out in like the indie section. Oh for yeah, a while. yeah, nice. Yeah. Sponsored by PlayStation. Uh, quite big this year. Yes, yeah. where we were accosted Always by plugging. many very PlayStation very loves indies. Hashtag developers. Um, yeah, I bet yes. when they heard you guys were Polygon, it was like bang. Yes. Like yeah, just talking at us for a very long time made us very uncomfortable because we're very socially anxious. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> we played this game called Necrobarista, which is like a visual novel, which I am all about. Mm. Um, but it's not like a typical like dating sim or like you know one of those static like 2d like i'm going to literally tell you a story and it's right. just going to be like switching between characters like it's super beautiful like kind of like persona looking would you say huh. sort bit. of i mean like the the text comes up uh like dynamically and they kind mm. of play with typography a bit and mm. it's really cool because i don't think i've seen anything like that before and it's um after that it's uh they're like interactive elements so you can kind of click on other characters are like items and learn about them. They're Is like, it like, or you have like a, a pointer and a scene. Yeah, it's just thing, like um, you just use your cursor. Yeah, um, and then they they'll have like these highlighted words, which I had no idea why, and then I clicked on them, and mm. it's sort of like they gave up. They gave the definition of the word in context to the visual novel, which was interesting. Okay. Um, kind and like also higher, very good, like a thing where you could highlight the word and see more of the context without yeah yes. exactly cool oh, okay that's good to see other people using that system I thought yeah that it was, was just like super pretty and interesting because like i've been playing visual novels lately and i always think of them as like you know very specifically like romantic and this yeah. is about like just alcoholics who are in yeah, purgatory like, necro barista oh, yeah kind of so awesome. yeah thinking the theme really is so there's like a coffee shop that i guess will raise the dead for like a set period of time okay for like a night and bring back these people and you have these ghosts hanging around and people like playing with knives and shit. Okay, that sounds cool. I think it's coming out soon too, right? Yeah, really yeah, soon. Yeah. Also, there was like PC. a really random Kesha reference. I remember, yeah, which well, is very I'm, surprising. Very good. Are we glad that she's back? I'm glad she's back. I'm very glad and that she's back. Ever. Better than ever. Yes. I'm hoping that comes to console. Uh, I think they said Switch. Switch. They said Switch. Well, that's a console. Shane, you gotta do your job Excuse better. Sponsored, <laughs> sponsored by Sony. I own Switch. Wait, what do you mean that's a console? Oh, no. I, it's a console. It is a console that I own. Oh, you finally <laughs> bought one. I did. Shane Bettenhausen as I live and breathe. Have you played Zelda? Okay, all right. Well, let's, let's move on. It's okay. I also have a... I bought a Switch. It's been sitting in my dresser. 
Don't ask me why. My clothes dresser, my third dra- dresser drawer. I was going to I bring my why. switch to Japan, but I left it in the trunk of my car, I and I had to leave my car at the mechanic, what so I couldn't bring it to Japan. We just, <laughs> we just neglect your switch. You probably, you probably don't have a switch anymore. Sure. I probably don't have a switch anymore. Switch vast becoming the the new Vita, the indie darling, the like uh, system that there's the only games one Vita. That's that's the new Vita. That's really damning. I yeah. mean, well, in the good way, in all the good ways, right? Well, that's what you meant, right? good ways. Because I couldn't bring my switch, you know, I'm, I'm making my way through a visual novel. I'm playing my nurse love addiction right now. Wait, what is that? It's about learning to be a nurse with your sister. It's pretty interesting. On okay. Vita. Okay. It just came All out right. like a month ago. Okay. You want to learn to be a nurse with your sister. All right, this is the way. I'm just What's the that one alone? Nurse love I'm addiction. I'm not going to dig much deeper into that one. How about that Anubis? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Back to Anubis Mars. Oh. Okay. I, the uh, A in Mars is upside down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I noticed that. I I'm not sure what that means. Get that. Um, yeah, so I, I played the regular version, which looks nice. Like it's flat. like it's 4K, and that like, game already looked really amazing. Yeah, and it's like the um, you know those models are very low polygon, but right. they actually hold up pretty well because just like they're so strong, like the visual design, design so strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they they look good. Um, but I'll, I think most people want to know about the VR stuff, which is yes. yeah. So uh, you play from cockpit view. So you're playing from Jehudi's. To who? Jehudi. Jehudi's crotch. Okay. Right? Because isn't the cockpit in his crotch? It sounds like it's Tahuti. I was like, it's like, like facts of life, Tahuti. Bazo- I don't know. Sorry. Um, Tahuti. At any point, no more, do you no get to hug Tahuti's crotch? At any point, do you get to hug a thumb of any of the. No. Did no, but I did hug the Gundam thumb. thumb. Okay. Oh, you yes. did. We did yeah. talk about that earlier. Yeah. Good. I'm was glad it you got moving? to experience was that. Was it as? Uh, did you guys all do the VR zone? Um, yeah, we were there. Uh, oh, awesome. Was it was it moving the the Gundam thumb experience or? Well, no. Mike did that one. Okay. I did that. Yes. But it, I would say the most interesting thing about it was that they used a heat lamp. Um, to convey the heat from the Gundam laser sword. No like, shit. Like yeah. a Burger King hit heat lamp. Like, did someone like follow uh, you? No, around? I don't think it was a Burger King heat <laughs> what? lamp. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more of a traditional, like, outdoor... <laughs> those, those burgers are flame broiled. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so, okay, so uh, Anubis... Yes. Um, yeah. So this game is, like, clearly not designed I was originally ask, to be in VR. Was it... Oh, really? Is it, are you I mean, I mean, originally. It's like, it came yeah. out in 2003. Right? Oh, oh, I see well, what you're saying. Res so, wasn't originally developed for VR, but it's amazing right. in VR. Right. Yeah. Okay, but Res is also a third-person on-rails right. Right. musical shooter, which right. is a, and a great... Yeah, great title. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, but so you know, like the fast-paced action of something like uh, Zone of the Enders is just like not really conducive to playing in VR because, right. well, for one thing, it's like you're playing in first person from a mech that has like a strong lock-on mechanic. Yeah, and so uh, and that game also cycles through lock-ons. So if you're mm. As I was playing that game, I was like locking onto oh, an God, enemy. Wait a minute. Yeah, like slashing it with my my yeah. sword, and then it would immediately flip to the next one. Okay. So it's just this like is that disor- rapid violent Did you like hemorrhaging. not puke all over the place? Is it so dis- it actually didn't upset my stomach because oh, it's that's not amazing, it's yeah. because it's not like the kind of like gradual mm, movement. Right. You know, it's, like, Could you the- see a lot of the cockpit because that helps too. Like not in- really. Basically, what you see is rigs. kind of like a, a vague HUD at okay. the bottom, and you see this kind of like holographic projected. Jehudi in the corner. Was it was it just the existing game or was it a special? No, thing it's, it's using... the entire game. You can okay, play so it, it. Okay, exactly. In, in VR. Okay. Um, so it's not great because like 
And I, I wrote a little thing on Polygon.com yeah. today about it. Yep. Um, but uh, <laughs> but so like one of the things you know when you do that like, big laser volley, yes. you, you know you lock onto a ton of enemies and you fire the, and all those lasers off. Of ZOE, yeah. It looks really cool in the game. Yes. In the traditional game, but when you see it in first person, it just looks kind of like this. It just kind of looks like this array of lasers all pointing into the center of the screen. It looks uh, really boring. And right, it doesn't right, capture right. that kind of like... Mm. Again, not designed for no. for VR. But was there a thrill, at least, like of seeing some of that stuff in VR and like the no, scale of things? I, no, I, I found it just more frustrating okay. than anything else. Like, yeah. So, you so you're saying, it might be better as a flat game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely think it's like... There's value in replaying that game and like seeing it in 4K. It looks well, really good. I was excited because I never finished it. I started on PS2, never finished it. Started PS3, never finished it. I was like, oh, I can finally finish Zone of the Ender. You won't finish PS3. it, though. It came out on PS3. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There was some collection or something. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. they HD patched collection. it and made it good. Cool. Okay. What else? Um, what else? Oh, what else? Or is there more? Or is there more to talk about? I mean, if, if you guys want to hear about Dynasty Warriors Eight, I played that. Oh, I do. Actually, I do. I no, absolutely I do. do. I do okay. want because, like, I think. Oh God! The, what have we done? Right. No, like this is a this fundamental is, change. Hey, Sixty seconds hold starts on, hold now. On, Shane, go. One minute. Go. Before, before we continue. Mark, you ruined our last episode with your destiny bullshit. Let's talk about <laughs> right. that. No, come on. Well, but okay. Come on. All right, I think sixty seconds have already started. Go. Yes. We got it. Dynasty Warriors Eight. Oh, okay. Uh, so I don't really play Dynasty Warriors games that much, yep. but um, yep. uh, there's an open world map. Um, you can call a horse, and yeah, you can ride around towns. a horse. Yep. It um, looked like a lot of the... So basically what I did during a demo was I like stormed this encampment, and uh, there were a ton of like troops that I was fighting alongside, uh, and they had... Um, uh, so you can. Uh, I was playing this new character that has kind of like a ribbon blade. It's this kind of like soft metal mm-hmm. uh, sword that mm. kind of like turns into a whip. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he used it uh, as like a as like a, a grappling hook to like scale the walls of the structure to get in. So there's basically like a bunch of ways you can like approach these encounters. Um, I'm trying to f- think of what, what's interesting about it because that's. A, I think you've said a lot just by saying yeah. that right there. I think you've it's spoken open volumes. It is. It's basically like I, I think most Dynasty Warriors games you're like just trying to find the fun in it. Yeah. Just like I mean, going they're going to the tweak one or two little things. I feel like they're tweaking a lot sell. this time. Though. Oh really? But it's still like the same like core loop of sure. stacking a bunch See, of things. See, and, and I feel like that's kind of like Monster Hunter is the same thing where like you're still playing Dynasty Warriors even though it's like like Zelda. Felt like a new and completely different Zelda, but Dynasty Warriors and Monster Hunter World, to a certain extent, still feel right, like right. the games that they were before they became what they are now. Mm-hmm. This is an incremental change, but I think it's like one of the biggest changes for that series in a long yeah. time. So I don't know. Okay. Uh, what else did I play? Well, yeah, we talked about the VR zone, right? You guys yeah, we talked did. about yeah. that. Um, yeah, I played that Arika fighting game yesterday. Did we talked talk about that, that a bit too. I mean, what really did quick, you did you like it? I liked it a lot. I'm, yeah. I'm really interested by this or intrigued by that kind of like deck building component. Talk about? Did anybody talk about that part? No, I just played one round. I, so I, I didn't did. do that. So uh, I can't remember what they call it, but basically, it's it's not unlike the gem system in mm. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Okay, oh, but no. like basically, you can outfit your character with five attributes. Uh, we okay, talked a little bit about the character customization. Yeah, great talk about that. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. There's and uh, to basically activate them. Did he talk about that? No. Like you have to meet certain conditions in the fight okay. for them to become active. Huh. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like you either have to uh, do a certain number of attacks or a certain number of blocks, uh, and then okay, like okay. They, they they kind of fill up uh, uh, over the course of the fight, and then 
once they're right. all they're all filled up, then like obviously you're much more powerful. Are um, the, do those conditions are they always the same? So you both know, okay, he has to throw like twenty fireballs or something. Yeah, to, okay. But so basically, the build that they had at the the indie game thing uh, yeah. here in yeah, in, make a party in Rapungi last night was uh, they had basically like five pre built decks, but apparently they're going to have them totally customizable. Okay. Um, so did they say anything about what platforms it's coming out on, or when, or anything? What did you play it on? You played it on PC. You know, actually, I don't know what I played it on because I played it right. with like a like a, a hoary rat that went. Oh, to, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, we weren't sure either. I, I hope it comes to all things. It's, <laughs> I'm sure, but for sure, I'm yeah. sure coming yeah, to sure Steam like and PC, PS4. PS4, probably arcade yeah. too. That'd be, yeah, that'd be yeah. interesting. Did anyone know. play the new Bloodstained demo last night? No, and apparently it was at the show today too. It was in some like, random tiny I couldn't booth. find it. Yeah, yeah, I was looking today. To I didn't see it. I wonder if it wasn't. I was hoping somebody had played it. No, it was at the the the, the developers of the game who were helping. Ega. It was in like their little booth. So, okay. Yeah, I'm sad. I said I missed it. Mm. I saw uh, it after the show. What else? What else do people play? See, um, want to talk I played about? a lot of VR games today. Cool. Nice. Um, I played Summer Lesson, ah, which is a game new, with I the new been... with the new girl, the third the girl, new girl, the Sundere girl. <laughs> yes. Oh wait, so it is. So she's like the is she like a cold the kind of stuck up. Oh, she is an asshole. She's oh. r- rich, right? Like, yes. Rich. She's yeah. a rich ass bench. Yeah. And I am <laughs> Are not you in her a mansion? Man. Are you tutoring her? So basically, in her you're mansion? tutoring her in your man in her mansion. I yeah. had never played any version of Summer Lesson before, oh, okay. but I had been like eyeing it yes. since day one. Yes. Because I want to tutor some schoolgirls. Yes. Right. Yeah. Who for that. Yeah. Who doesn't? Um. But yeah, she is. She's just kind of like, oh well, I I like own you because I'm rich so like she's very aware of her privilege right and I was not aware of like how close she gets to you so I'm sitting there uncomfortably close this sounds even more than normal summer lesson sounds like the setup for a porno like (laughs) this is absolutely the setup for a a pornography film but so do do you like do you break her? Like, does she eventually... <laughs> what? No, I mean, does she turn around? I would break you. Like, oh my God, she well, so I guess we know what Mark watches. No, <laughs> wow. wow. Literally you know, how the demo goes. It was like five minutes, but it was seriously like I was shaking the whole time and like elbowing the demo attendant the whole time in fear. Shaking in anger or in... In, in fear. I okay. was afraid. Oh. So like you don't have a controller for that game. It's really just head movements. Yes. Like you're just right. nodding and shaking your head. Right. And so... Like, like basically, she asked me some question in Japanese that I didn't understand. I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like, uh, and then it just like cuts to the, black. Yeah, and then suddenly she's even closer to you. Uh-huh. Like I feel like she's like on my lap and like is asking me an even longer question in Japanese, and I'm just like. <laughs> Yes. Is there like an ASMR aspect to all this? No, or? it's okay. it's the it's anti ASMR. Did she seem angry? Uh, she seemed like domineering. Mm. I wouldn't say angry. And then like it hmm. keeps cutting to black. And then the last segment was basically like me, my body in like a box, like a magician's like Houdini kind Wait, of box. Like boxing Helen. What? This <laughs> took a weird turn. What were what you nodding to? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I agree to. Can I to. cut you in half, Allegra? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow. I was like, yeah, oh, I like magic. And there was a table with three swords <laughs> oh, on it. Oh, wow. Okay, and then okay, she okay. starts sticking them in the box. Whoa, and whoa. I literally was like, oh, God. Oh God! Like shouting. That's kind of awesome. That actually made you uncomfortable, like physically uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah. like I was like backing away, and then one of the swords she kept repeatedly shutting in me. Wow! Wow! I want to play that. (laughs) Yeah, it was very, very, very scary. Wow. Um. So that was frightening, and then I played something else after that. Final Fantasy 15, I think. The fishing. Uh, The fishing. Did you catch a fish? I caught some fish with your your bros. 
with my boy, my boy Prompto, my son, my beautiful oh, son. You, okay. Um, so that was fun. You're more into Prompto than Glado. <laughs> I'm very into Prompto. Mm. Best boy. You like cooking. Wait, I did, love. Him. Did you guys see the actual like translation of everyone's Final Fantasy 15 name in Latin and no. how ridiculous and stupid they were? Somebody actually. No. Okay, sorry. I, I don't know. It. We can maybe Google it. Gladiolus is a flower, though. Well, it was one like yeah, like doesn't he's the has buffest. not learned how to use fire or something. Yeah. Is like somebody's translated name <laughs> or something. It's Ign- Ignis. Like, yeah, it's Ignis. And what's his? Do you remember his full name? His surname? I don't. I don't all right, recall. All right. Well, we don't. We know who the real fans are now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you did the actual fishing mini game? Yeah, I mean or... it's literally just fishing. Yeah, it was so... like Mike described it as like me looking like I was having a seizure. Oh yeah. <laughs> so she's like, you know, with the it requires two PlayStation Move controllers. Oh okay, okay. so oh. it does so use the Move controllers. Yeah. She's trying to reel in this like massive monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she's just like leaning back <laughs> and just like doing this over and over again. This like this like baby. Look, it, look, it looks kind of like, like when, when a dog is dreaming. Yeah, kind of, that's yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. That's yeah, a good it way did, to put it. it. Was, and I wanted to like film it, but I was like, this is a violation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of someone. Dirty. And the thing is, I kept casting the like line really far out, so I would be reeling for like five minutes. Oh, but but are there moments where like you get to talk to Prompto and be like he'll like no. tell you about him? It was a goddamn tease. I oh, saw wow. my best boy prompto it's like oh my boy my son and yeah. then he disappears and then i'm just real he doesn't even silently. stay he doesn't even <laughs> sit there silently with you no. having a moment no i looked around i made sure to look around to see if he was watching me he wasn't i don't know where he was <laughs> I mean, you I was have to alone. unlock that and oh he yeah just, like that's the dlc <laughs> unlock the approving nod it's like prompto's chair 70 dollars <laughs> so yeah the weird the weird thing about that i was watching her play it i was watching like the the, the monitor hmm. um it's it's also a, a crossbow shooting game. Yeah. What? Really? what? So like, uh, you know, there's regular fishing. Yeah. And you reel in a bunch of fish and you put them in a basket. And then when the monster of the deep, the titular monster of the yes. deep, right, <clears throat> comes out, you pull it out of the lake and then it like it will land on certain areas of the the playfield mm-hmm. and you have to shoot it with a crossbow. Ridiculous. Before fishing. it attacks you yeah. or jumps Style. back into the lake. Yeah, and it's it's just really strange. Wait, so do the move controllers just my, my turn into a crossbow, or do you have to do like the behind the back? No, thing it just be- randomly or? became a crossbow. All wow. Of a <laughs> okay, I guess we know that Square had like a crossbow shooting thing, right? Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> thing. They were also Literally working just, on, like, and they said crossbow training. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's just fucking throw them all in a soup and oh. stir it up and so, serve it up. Actually, are you are you playing as Noctis? Yeah. Okay. But it's like first person. I see. So so yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. It was pretty bad. Yeah, we were coming up with really bad puns for the article, the ensuing article. <laughs> I think oh, it was no. like Final Let's... Fantasy 15 in VR is fishy. No, it's no, it's not. Stop. Let's stop talking about that. Did anyone play like No Heroes Required VR? Oh, I played that. Oh, no yeah. Heroes Allowed. Yeah, what's VR? it like? Wait, what is that? Uh, is that's that long the r- long running franchise that had like five names. Oh, yeah, the, oh. I, I am Batman. Making, that one. Yes. What did I do to deserve this, that, my lord? Is that in the Sony booth? It's in the Sony booth. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's like, is that a choir? That... It's a choir. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's basically like a tabletop game. It's a tower defense tabletop game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the demo at TGS is basically Batman and I think his daughter teaching mm-hmm. how to play it. And they're like standing around the table. Yeah, you're standing yeah, around the it's table. Actual tabletop, even yeah. in VR. Like with these wacky characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot of the characters in those games kind of basically look like Dragon Quest characters, like yeah, um, that's like true. Roto and like the dragons. They, 
it's basically like a throwback to that. The but. Toriyama. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. Well, it's like parodying, I guess, a lot of that stuff, right? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like a, the fun, a the funny title theme. of it and, and everything in Japanese is like kind of tongue-in-cheek. But the, the demo at TGS is in uh, Japanese and English, and actually oh. the English localization is really good and, and the writing's really funny huh. because Batman yeah. will like introduce himself um, and then he'll tell you how to play the game and there are these a bunch of menu props that come up during the uh, during the tutorial and like some of them like will layer in front of him and mm. he'll be like well the developers obviously don't appreciate me because they're hiding me behind this, oh, nice. behind this menu item and it, they say it's a it's a feature not so a it's bug. So like super self-referential. Oh, that's yeah, cool. for sure. And like yeah. the, the daughter will talk to you about like you know at the at the end of the tutorial like Batman's super happy that you defeated this kingdom and then she, he's like now we'll take over the world and and she's like well this is just a demo you're going to have to wait for the retail <laughs> oh, release. Nice. Um but it's really cute. It's basically like a tower defense game. Um, but like you control, you use the DualShock Four controller, and you can kind of see it in real time, or mm. like you can see it in VR. Right. And you basically, it's kind of like this warped demonic version of a DualShock Four that uh, represents itself in the in the in the virtual reality world. Mm. And it like you you'll like press up on the the D pad, and like the 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 controller will like flip open, and you'll oh. see like the monsters and, and creatures. Uh, like well, that's, that's cool. cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So the structures that you can spawn will like pop out, and then you can like select them. And um, it's amazing how compelling it is, even just to see like the games that do that, yeah. like Super Hypercube, just to see the one to one. Any object. Yeah. Well, that, it really increases the presence, and if like the yeah. controller's like morphing and doing weird things in your hand, that's like that an interesting cool. uh, you know, effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's really neat, and that you basically just base you tilt the controller to use it as a cursor, so it just fires oh, okay. this arc. Yeah. onto the table and it's got a little finger pointer at the end of it and you just move it around like that um, but it's actually really effective the game's a lot of fun um, pretty standard tower defense kind of game. yeah from what I've seen it's, it's pretty standard gameplay, but, um, but like it's, it's cute in that you can um, one of the things that's just really neat about it is like you could use the L1 and R1 to rotate the table mm-hmm. but as you do that it's kind of like this jerky motion and like all the pieces on the table will bounce as you oh. do it uh-huh. that's interesting yeah, so, diegetic like, yeah. yeah so it, it's like it really kind of puts you in there it's like this cute comic mm. effect. Um, well, I think it comes out here like next month. It hasn't been announced for the West, but hopefully. Maybe oh, it was in Eng- I, I th- if it was in English, then... If it was in English, I think it's maybe out in December here. Oh, okay, but, you're right. Okay. Yeah. But they've been showing it in English since E3, so hopefully it'll be out soon. But hmm. it's, it's really cool. I, w- I was really impressed with it. That's awesome. It's good to hear that they're taking like the localization... Yeah. Seriously, for a game that is going to obviously rely a lot on like comedy. Um, uh, anything else? I'm looking at my... like. It kind of feels like overall there wasn't too many big things. Like there was a lot of sort of medium level things to talk about, but not a lot of big. I felt like walking the floor today. There weren't that many like brand new things that were playable Mm. for the first time. Yeah, or things that you had not heard anything at all about before. I was I was surprised to see um, that the game the game is called Shkokokokoko. And it's uh, it's been at Bit Summit. Go, 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 go. I've never played it because I don't go to Bit Summit. But um, it's uh, a game. It's uh, the controller is a bottle of uh, hand lotion. What? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've yeah, seen that at Bit Summit. In the, yeah. in the it's, it's a bottle of hand lotion, and he puts um, no, 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 no. It's not full of hand lotion. I like <laughs> a face like it's full of hand puts lotion. Puts the lotion. On. It's, yeah. a, it's an empty bottle of lotion. He puts a motion controller in it, and then it's a bird flying along with a bird. Looks like a bottle of hand lotion. So you hold the, the lotion bottle and you tilt it back and forth. 
It's one of the kind where you, you, you pump it and the lotion comes out and <laughs> down. So you tilt it back and forth to move the bird up and down as it flies, and then you press the head and the bird shoots lotion out of its mouth <laughs> on the screen. It's really funny. You know, like, like real really birds. Funny, Something you know, seems the, wrong. But like, the, this you seems know, wrong. the lotion, the bird slash lotion bottle on screen follows the movements that you're making with the controller. Right. It's not gross or anything. I mean, it's gross, but like, it's, it, but it's, <laughs> I feel like we're all looking this at is, this through the lens of it being a Japanese video game. That's yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I feel like if really, this is what it takes for you to play a game, you're like, you have some weird, strange proclivity. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, I need a lotion exactly. bottle to play the game. So, yeah, like, yeah, 10 yeah, people yeah. are going to be super fucking happy when this game comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Everyone like, in yeah, Japan like has a bottle like that, though. can ever come out because like you would have to put a you have to put motion controllers into right. a bottle of lotion to even play this Weirder game but no I would really recommend hey, Vaseline, it's, really, you know? it's like, funny it's, it's funny how like how amusing it is it's been at BitSummit for like since three yeah. years, three years ago, so yeah, I wonder yeah, if that's I, well, just like that's a, why I'm so surprised ever, the guy's the yeah. guy's still working on right, it yeah. he's like still refining this dumb game but it's yeah. really funny yeah <laughs> So here I am thinking, gee, I didn't, I, I didn't have to be the one talking about summer lesson this year. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's got lotion now I'm talking controls. about lotion, yeah, lotion, 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 lotion. Yeah, lotion nobody got to try the like prisoner uh, Paruma game and Capcom's booth. Did you the VR like boys, boys love? They're locked I don't in even the know what that is. Game, yeah. We talked He's about like it locked away. Oh, you missed out. <laughs> it's oh, a, we, the, the, we just talked about it, but it's a, a boy locked in a, a, a he's like it's in a jail like, cell, yeah. and you basically look into the jail cell, and he like comes up to the window and like presses his hand, your hand up against him. And yeah, he's a he's a beautiful, you have beautiful to take boy. Take care of him. Uh, did yeah. anybody play Destiny Child? I saw that. And I was like, it's like Beyonce not happy. from afar, I'm like, is that? That could be. You never know. I don't see Beyonce or Bungie or what is this? It's no, in the DMM booth. Yeah, yeah it was a mobile a, game. Uh, Looking uh, like Danganronpa, maybe a little bit. With, I but, don't. Yeah, yeah. Des- de- not 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 possessive. Yeah, not Destiny's Destiny's Destiny Child. Destiny Child. Destiny Child. Yeah. Ashley um, and I like stared at that booth for a very long time yeah. trying to come up with a very good Destiny Child pun. <laughs> well, no, we I, we by we I mean I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. It's live on Twitter.com and it sucks. <laughs> it's just a picture of that booth and it says, "Play my game, play my game." Oh, that's pretty good. You know that song? Say my name, play my game. Yeah, pretty good. That song's been stuck in my head ever. Sense. But I think Beyonce is gonna. Part. I think Beyonce is gonna part. cease and desist. And Beyonce's mom is gonna make some ugly ass costumes for those. Well, because I looked at it, I was like, "Is it?" And I looked at the cosplayer in the front. I was like, "No, that's that's definitely not what I thought it was." <laughs> did uh, Did anybody play? Was Fist of the Yakuza even playable? No, it wasn't, wasn't playable. playable. How good is North Star? How Yakuza good does that look? It looks. It looks I mean, so pretty good. pretty inspired. Like so pretty good. great idea. Like, hey, we're making this game. We already have this game. I did Let's see Nagoshi being together. interviewed. Uh, I walked by. How he was tan there. and how thin was he? Um, tan. Nine out of ten. Yeah. I mean, he looked kind of like a really tan communion alien. How, yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did his face become more potato-like? Over the years, uh, it was it was interesting. Okay, it was, it was, did he have any hostesses <laughs> with him? Yes or no? There was a really gorgeous model who, sh- yeah. uh, friend of the show, Scott Popular, was taking many photos of as I walked. Yeah, that, as he wants as to he do. As he has wanted to do. Yeah. I um I was in the bathroom. I will say this with Nagoshi at the same time as oh, so- no. Tomonobu Itagaki. Sarah never oh, wow. got to tell her was booth here at Tokyo her Game female Show, at least in the bathroom. One Story. time, Sorry. yes, Sarah did. We did miss out on Sarah's tales Hello, of the. Oh. Go come and tell the story. You went to the bathroom. Sarah, Real quick, before Sarah we to the mic. Out the door. Summoning Sarah Podzorski. Okay. 
the tell us about tell us the about the female bathroom part of a foreplay. Show bathroom. Okay. So I usually like as a woman, I kind of get excited when I get to go to video game events, and I know the bathrooms. You guys get this, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And I know the bathrooms are going to be pretty empty. So I was kind of pumped to go. And while JJ was like playing. Did you hold it? Like, I mean, no, I, like, I, I didn't have to hold it, right? I'm going to have to wait. I didn't have to hold it because, you know, the bathroom's never going to have a line. Mm. So while JJ was playing his like city shrouded in a shower or whatever, yeah. I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity to use the bathroom. But I used the one directly next to the changing room for the booth babes slash female guides yes and so i went into the bathroom and immediately was bowled over by a wave of xperia ladies who were selling like xperia phone cases Mm. i was like okay i'm getting kind of a like a when i was like a dancer and we would have recitals kind of vibe where all the ladies are in the bathroom putting their makeup on were they talking shit they were talking such well they said sorry to me for bowling me over but it's like they were so human yeah and like the minute they minute they hit the floor it was just like gone and they the were humanity like, was gone. They were like, they were, they right. were humanity they were, has left us. They were us. here to sell you phones. Right. And then when I was washing my hands, I noticed a girl wearing a particularly skimpy outfit with like lacy panties. Mm-hmm. And I had noticed her going back and forth between the bathroom and the changing room. And she couldn't hide her actual <laughs> underwear under the costume. So I was oh, she was trying her. to? I was watching her uh. try and like MacGyver her underwear under the, like, the lacy panties of this costume. And I was just like, girl... We need to get you some safety pins. We need to get you wow. some band-aids. But it was, like, such a weird... Because, like, I feel like all... What's the point of this story? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make this podcast exciting well, again, Chris. No. No. The point says... We're getting a, a view into a world that we would like. Right. They were no so, one else has this view. They were so, like, human in that Stop moment. Stop ruining it for me, Chris. <laughs> Continue, Sarah. No, it was just like a weird moment where like they were so human yes. and like relatable mm. to me. I want to yeah. know, like, were they talking shit about uh, I think, like I think all the fucking nerds? You see that nerd who stood there for maybe like, stand there for ten seconds? They seemed one guy like you know, the and like camera. they were the Xperia girls and their little giggle. They were in like high spirits, and then I saw them on the floor later. And when they were in the bathroom, they were all like chatting to each other, and they mm. were all really friendly. But then once they hit the floor, they were like at least like five feet it's away from each other. Like yeah, all right. business. So. Right. Yeah. Mm. No, I, when I saw them, actually, I was telling Allegra, I, I saw one of them post for a picture, and I turned to Allegra, and I was like, she has to stand in those fucking heels yep. all day. She's not yep. allowed to sit. And then this dude came over and posted for a picture with her, and he was there for way too long. Yes, She's always. with those shoes, and I was like, I want to go over to her, request a picture, but not get a picture, just whisper, do you need help? Do you yes. need something? <laughs> Whatever they're being Can paid. I get you out of here? Help? Whatever like, they're being paid, that's not enough. They gave me the map. Our I can show you the exit. To buy all the booth babes, like, better shoes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sneakers. Go, go fund me that. Yeah. <laughs> for me, though, like, it was so nice, because, like, one of the... Like, I, the booth babes, like, when they see me, they're always, like, really friendly. Because they're like, oh, my God, someone who won't try to look up my skirt. And right. they, like, wave to me, and I wave back, and we have, like, this moment of, like, yay! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shared well, humanity. Right? right? Some, of those, some yeah. of those guys with those cameras get in weird oh, positions. Oh, it's really creepy. We're not going to go too go deep. I, I will That's, say, I did. It's, it's ugly. I saw a it's sign ugly. today at the, I think it was the Capcom booth. Um, it was next to, you know, the, the women who were passing out the flyers. And a big old sign that said in multiple languages, do not take pictures of the companions. Do you oh, know really? Really? Huh. Oh, well, the, nobody the, listened the, to that no. rule. The female, yeah. female, female okay. guides. The there were a couple places. 
by Sarah. Uh, there are a couple places too that still have that old vestige of TGS. That just reminds me of like, don't take a picture of this thing that's like already on the internet and then makes. No I know, sense I know. Don't, don't look at this. Yeah. yeah, it's like Dragon Ball. The yeah, Dragon you Ball could, Z game, which the beta is out. There's like don't take a all picture. Over the place. Yeah, don't I take know. a picture of that. Evil it, Within Two. Do not take a picture of like the booth. Yeah, that uh, has it playing a trailer that has music. I guess Evil yeah. Within Two, which was all over TGS. Yeah, but most point, like TGS is still a blast from the past. It's like not only are they like don't ways. take pictures of these things, but also like yeah. you know. E3 used to have gratuitous booth babes a oh, long yeah. time ago. No, dude, I absolutely the, the, the thing that guides. hit me really strong today yeah. when I got to TGS. I kind of it's a stupid nerd thing, but I was like, this is like Jurassic Park. Like <laughs> I'm seeing like these things that have gone extinct everywhere else yep. in the world, but they're still here en masse. Like yeah. you see booth some babes companies. everywhere. Well, it's all some... over Asia. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. It's not just Japan, but I mean, but it is very prominent, and it's not really frowned upon locally. It's, it no. is one of those cultural things. We don't have to get into that, but well, I mean, like they're everywhere. You do see companies though, like especially the larger companies, like. Sony and stuff that get it that are no longer like they they actually have I mean they're predominantly women but they do have ones of both sexes and their outfits are like they're much more taste Full, I would say. Okay. Can, can we talk about the Detroit Become Human? Oh, we, oh, we, we, how, we yeah. did, but how okay. great? Because no, 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 my favorite how thing great to talk are about. They? So go, go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> well, it's super. It's super weird. You yes. Know, uh, I, okay. So, so I, here's I, my here's my intro to this subject, which we just talked about. But you, Mike McWhorter, you're Sony marketing. You have to put something in the booth that's going to make anyone give a shit about. <laughs> Detroit become human, okay? Oh, no, I'm just saying, not, not even that yeah. that game, I'm not even, it sounds like I'm super shitting on Detroit. What I'm saying is that is not a game that you install something in a booth, that, uh, like a David Cage game, it's like, here's a pencil, I'm going to like just investigate put, like, this the, pencil the in The thousand ways. page script that he wrote or yeah. whatever. It's like, <laughs> you're just going to have a person standing there and then like react to you in different ways. It's like, how the fuck do you like, and so I was actually like, Oh, there's actually people here standing around taking pictures I was of this thing. Instantly surprised. And I would have never fucking. How the hell do you put something in a booth that makes people people care? in a cage? Oh right. my god! They, 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 they had that at E3 also this year. Oh, did they? Yeah. The, the same like, people. Yeah, like th- this dude just standing there. Yeah. Slightly moving sometimes. And they would react to some things that people were doing and right. go back to their thing. We were, yeah. well, so Eleven and I were walking past it, and I guess I I don't know. I, I feel like we've been in. Japan. We haven't been in Japan that long, mm-hmm. but I guess I felt like I was. Mm-hmm. So I walked by, and I guess I just loudly was just like, "Oh man, imagine just your job just to stand oh, in that no. cage." No, but like there. I looked at. I was telling them, <laughs> and I, I was just at like one of the androids, and like I was just like taking pictures of her, and then she smiled at me, and very loudly, I was like. You don't smile at me. Yeah, she should not have smiled. See, I was immediately impressed because to me it was like the evolution of Booth Babe because it's like performance art. It's like Maria Abramovich or whatever. It's like it's like performance art. Oh my god! Like, come on! I was because when I first saw it, I'm like, call it performance. It was kind of performance. It was just like you know mannequins. I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, oh no, they got because everyone saw you see a commercial or somebody will be in a TV show here where you're like, okay, that person is obviously not an actor, just somebody's friend, somebody they needed a foreign and they got it. They got terrible acting. but I So I was prepared for that. They just found whatever models. But I was like, okay, these people are actually like doing this. Like They are not breaking character, whatever the fuck is going on. They're doing their little thing and then they're going back to it. Okay, not the world's hardest job, right. but actually try to do they're, that for over... Yeah. Like they're actually, they're they're actually, actually, go like, to the bathroom. You need to sneeze. That. I was thinking they may have had catheters. 
installed. There was a woman in there. Oh, not when I went. When I went, there were two women. Yeah, they were cycling them. Okay, maybe they're like. Okay, I just like to. I just need to say this. I like to imagine like TGS of like 2007 or whatever when Heavy Rain was a thing. Oh yeah, and like what would that? Jason. Jason was in a cage. Someone was walking around the entire show floor screaming Jason. There was like a lost boy somewhere. Just a random man screaming in English. Jason, Jason, like the whole trying to find his lost son. Yeah, I feel like there's a Mega sixty four episode. Yeah, in that somewhere. Um, What about there was a lot of stuff at the PlayStation uh, press conference that I didn't at least see on the show. But uh, oh, yeah, like Neko Etsume. Yes, like fucking Shadow. Best announcement of the fucking. I want to get so close to those cat butts. Genius. <laughs> well, you, Nihonjin, um, how, was the, how was the live action film that came out this year? So I never, I only saw the uh, the trailer. Oh. I didn't actually. All, watch all it, I know but... is that it was garbage. Okay. Well, <laughs> without, without having seen it, mm. without having well, seen it, you can definitively it, like, say it like, came and went like that's the wind. That JJ says that about everything, though. So yeah. you, you never know. I don't like um, things. It wasn't at the show. You couldn't play. It wasn't at the show. Uh, Dragon's Crown Pro. Shane, is that I, your game? So I'm, you know, before I came to my current job at Sony, I worked at Ignition and I worked on Dragon's Crown, and I knew back then that we had a PC build that never came out that had really high res backgrounds, and I mm. love Kamitani's art. I love that game. Yeah. That game is fantastic. It sold a million units. It sold like yeah, it sold and it's crazy a great game compared to. So their I'm super other happy that it's coming back with yeah. ultra high res 4K backgrounds. You I will play, totally play the shit out of that again. I PS, wish they would add new characters though. You could play PS4 against PS3. Has cross Vita, play cross play with crazy? Yeah, three console cross play. Has any other game done first that? game? That's kind of weird. Yeah, so, um, uh, coming out yeah early next year in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, new trailer for new that. New trailer looked gorgeous. Uh, Blue Point doing it 2018. I felt I felt sad for the bird. He's my, he's my favorite. I don't want to kill him. Oh, um, Gungrave. Uh, more PSVR well, yeah, stuff. That was the, the show. Sorry, this is like an anime thing. Gungrave is an amazing anime and had two kind of okay games. So to see that property come back after like probably 10, 15 years was nothing. Surprise. I was surprised because I didn't think any of the games did particularly well, but that the no. anime must have been really popular. The anime was, a, it popular. was a great, like, top 15 animes of the Audis. I was happy to see Red still around. Red, the planning yeah. company, who yeah. made, like, Sakura Tyson. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, they were, logo was on that. Yeah. I wonder if Sakura Tyson would ever come around. Uh, uh, there's Sakura Tyson merch at the Sega booth. Yeah. Is there? Well, yeah. there probably always has been. They're like still the- doing music concerts in Japan with Sakura Tyson music, even yeah. as recent as last week. So, so really? uh, speaking of Vanillaware, too, 13, 13 Sentinels. 13 Sentinels. I love it. I love it. Love it. Really it? interesting. Well, there's a new Whatever trailer. it is. I don't know what it is. But. I mean, it looked like from that trailer, you could glean that it was... Lots of side scrolling, walking around and talking to people. But there's also a few shots of like another gameplay type, really brief shots. Yeah, yeah, like giant robots fighting. Gameplay yeah, type? like kind of tactical maybe. Hmm. Yeah, they looked, it looked like a the, there was like a view of the city and you were moving a cursor around. I'm just happy that it's the first time that is it like the Vanillaware's even. Yeah, it seems like Vanillaware's Evangelion. It's the first yeah. time Vanillaware's made something that is yeah. you know sci-fi. It was like the Nenga Joe from three years ago. Right. right. Oh yeah. Um, Left Alive. Square oh, Enix, PS4, so, Steam. Mission. Was that I, playable? No. Survival action shooter. But I saw a very brief gameplay clip today tweeted by Wario64. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they released it like early this morning. How come even yeah. people at TGS okay. are talking about stuff tweeted by Wario64? Uh, he's, he's ahead of all of us. He's the, right. Because they didn't he's have it at the PlayStation press yeah. conference. Right. Yeah. And they just put it up today. I would yeah. argue he's the key influencer. They, so um, it, it looks like Metal Gear. <laughs> 
Ooh. Well, it's Shinkawa. Yeah, yeah. Well, but Shinkawa, I mean, like in art, terms of gameplay, armored core, this mech. Direct, uh, yeah, it's perfect, perfect mech. Well, right. doesn't have they don't, mechs. they don't show any gameplay of anyone being in a mech. They only show. See, I didn't. Yeah. So, what foot. was the gameplay they showed? Stealthy. Kind of stealthy, kind of third-person shooter, like hiding behind vehicles and interesting. Who's the developer? It's I don't know. It's Square Enix. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, which they team. didn't announce anything other than that. Um, but the, the the pedigree, it's like a Final Fantasy producer, mm. Shinkawa, as we mentioned, doing the the designs. Also, the, Shinji Hashimoto, I think, is the producer. But he was the producer. He on was the producer of Front, Front Mission. Mission. Yeah. yeah. And Front okay. Mission okay. Yeah. Well, this is a Front Mission spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then there's that pedigree as well. There's the Armored Core. Yeah. One director. of the, the director was a former producer on like eight Armored Core titles. Mm. Mm. So yeah. So there's a lot of of history. It sounds like wrapped up in eight this thing. Armored Core <laughs> titles out of how many? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. Sixty. Yeah. Okay. Eight, <laughs> I, don't know. I was just really curious. Like twenty of them. Yeah. Um, also, a video release. They released a video this morning. I think of the Not a Hero DLC for Resident Evil Seven. Yep. Um, nice. I'm not watching all of it because I didn't want it spoiled. But if anybody did wants to comment, all, on all it. I know is they had Sarah held there. the shotgun that that's in the game. Yeah, they had a thing you could pose on yeah. uh, at the show. Um, anything else? I'm I'm getting like PUBG. Uh, interestingly enough, had a couple there spots. Were, there were like esports booth or several something. There was PUBG's. an esports section. I liked um, PUBG. Uh, PUBG in Japan. Um, they're what they're going with, um, or certainly at the show here as the sort of catchphrase uh, for PUBG is. Uh, Donkats, Donkats, which is yeah. like, which is um, like, you know, like don, as in like kabe don, or like, oh. how, like immediately something happening, mm. and cuts as in winning, right? Right. And so it's like they have their they they're giving out T-shirts. People who win the demo, they say donkats, which is like in PUBG, it's like you just like, oh, I won. Like right. that's, that's yeah, but it's also it's also a pun on tonkatsu. Because right. I was gonna say they should just yeah, make yeah, the yeah, chicken dinner thing tonkatsu win, in Japan. Winner, <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Right, yeah, right, right, right. So, so good. interesting don, localization don, 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 thing. I love yeah. that. Winner, winner, yeah. chicken good, right? We need to make so good. Dude, yep, okay, a four play fucking first official T-shirt is gonna be something in this vein. Work on it, workshop it. Let's get that million dollar meme, bro. Mike Recorder's right there. That guy knows from T-shirts, so he can make it happen. Yeah, something with show floor like. Destiny's Child and PUBG. No, Des- Destiny right. Child. Destiny. Sorry, not Destiny <laughs> Child. I wish look the same. The logos look the same. We were looking and like PUBG and Destiny Child are and, like opposite. No mistake. So we're like, is Destiny Child a Japanese PUBG? <laughs> yeah, that's a localized title. You know, it's like Captain Supermarket was right. Army of Darkness. This, remi- this reminds me. I've been pitching. I've been pitching this to everybody for the last two months. No one's done it. What? Pugby. Oh, PUBG. With this is genius. Pub. You just make me. <laughs> I've yeah. seen that tweet though. Right. I didn't invent oh, it. Okay. Like a million people have said it, but no one's done it. Just like fast track. Yep. Uh, <laughs> fast track. Pug, it's a mode. They don't have to make a whole game. It's just a mode. Sets right now. Like and fucking in the world, throw them together. Yeah, like literally throw it together. It's a bunch of pugs parachuting down, and it's like Tokyo Jungle. Yeah! Like million dollars in the can. Yeah, already sold like five right at, <laughs> Go. at this table. Yes, sold. Um. Anybody? Anything? We need to start wrapping things we up. Do. So, what did we miss? Anything that uh, of note? We pretty much hit everything. I think on my on my. Did list anyone here. play Metal Gear Survive? Good I saw question. It. It's I the same it. demo from E3. I don't, and, and I, don't, I don't know if I. Okay. I'm, I don't feel right. Well, in a post PUBG world, it seems like the this is their oyster. Like they could like capitalize, mm. right? Uh, uh, It'd be interesting. It's, it's like, are we allowed to visit our best friends' ex? Girlfriend, <laughs> like I don't know. It's true. It's like what? Are, what? Are, what are the, the friends? What are the rules for this? Yeah, 
um, a certain magical virtual one. Okay, which has so the best pause. Title of, like uh, I've been super against this because like year. I don't even know what the anime is, and it's like cute girls, and I like virtual on. And yeah. then, like when they finally showed it, it's like oh, it is a it, it's a virtual on game. It's a virtual yeah. ass virtual on. It's like a Gundamish virtual. Ah, but like there's robots and they're fighting. Yeah. People keep saying this, but just I, I need to be clear. It is is it actual virtual on or just virtual on esque? Like it's using the license. It is a virtual on. No, it's on Sega game? published yes. virtual on. Oh, it has like okay. It has some of, through the years. Anything even remotely like virtual on was like a virtual on. So, thing. so I don't know if this is another one of those. Or most a real of the deal. robots are new, but there are a few robots that are like remix versions right of out of. of okay, um, right. Yeah. Virtual wow. On. But the title, correct me if I'm wrong, does not actually have virtual on in the title. No, it it's does. Like, it's it like, does. Okay. Yeah. All right. The last two words of the title are virtual. Are virtual. Oh, okay. 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 Um, Sounds magical. I'm so happy we managed to not talk about Sonic Forces. Oh yeah. Oh, you know who's played Sonic Forces? Wow. I played Sonic Forces. I'm See this? I'm so, so happy. I'm part of the resistance. Thank you, JJ. JJ, tell them yeah. where they the can find the podcast. <laughs> you can find it until <laughs> on Sega.com. <laughs> so Sonic Sonic, Sonic Mania is Sonic Mania is fantastic. It is an amazing game. Sonic Sonic Mania lost our anchor. Okay. Okay, JJ. You know, I've been a okay. Sonic fan since 1991. When right. I got have, have your two minutes. Go. I bought a Genesis for a Sonic. Right. I I sent in the code for the um, Stage Select and got it printed in GamePro. Damn. Okay. I discovered the code for the Stage Select in GamePro. Good for you. This is Shane Bettenhausen, the guy well, who the other day told me that Sonic the uh, Hedgehog is an 11 and Super Mario World is like a 7. That's not what I told you. Oh. Something I, like that. What I told you Let's is that... Let's crazy here. ...is that Andy Eddy, uh, one of the first game journalists of all time... <laughs> He's like 700 yes, years yes, old. Yes, yeah, true. Who uh, in Video Games Computer Entertainment Magazine in 991 that's awarded true. Sonic the Hedgehog the Game of the Year over Super Mario World. I yeah, applaud. That's probably a wrong. Yeah, yeah. right? No, no, no. It was a brave choice. I love Sonic, but let's talk about Sonic Forces. <laughs> okay, yes, let's, let's talk about that. So I played that there were four different levels. You can play as like a classic Sonic level. Uh, you can play as the new creator character, or just as Sonic, or Sonic and the creator character. Could be Silver. No, oh. uh, he is in the game though. I he know. is in the game though. Um, I picked, I picked the uh, Sonic and a creator character mode. Why? Um, just because you're. You OC. wanted to be you your. Want, own? I want to be my OC. You wanted to be your own shitty friend. Y- yeah. I mean. Uh, are you are you a Sonic fan or not? You're confusing me. Like, are, am I? Don't don't talk. steal my original characters. Whatever. <laughs> do not do not steal. Um, JJ, so, JJ, JJ JJ the Hedgehog. I haven't played I haven't played a 3D Sonic game since maybe Sonic Adventure Two. Um, Wait, you didn't play Heroes or Unleashed no, or no, Boom or no, no. Well, then you need to suffer through all that shit, man. Uh, but like the thing is, is like there are parts of the game where you so really bad, don't control man. anything. Um, but it was super fun. Just press, and I will say, press, press forward. So my 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 experience with the demo was like, okay, this is Sonic. I get it. And then like the awesome like Sonic Adventure butt rock came on, and like if I like felt on top of the fucking world. It was like the greatest moment <laughs> of my TGS. And then it stopped, and I got into this area where there are these gears you have to jump from, and like I couldn't figure out the controls. And every there's like this boost button that like sends you flying, and like I flew off the gears into like a bottomless pit like 15 times because I'm like, what am I talking about? Sonic. I'm talking about Sonic. So like. It's game um, of the year. Sonic Forces a is a game that I feel like it is imperfect, but there are moments of brilliance. Mm. Um, brilliance. Yeah. 
Like, stuff that is genuinely fun and made me feel good to play. Well, so in a way, this is kind of Sonic Generations 2. And in Sonic Generations, the 2D stages were fantastic. See, we have Sonic Mania now. I don't need the Sonic Generations stuff anymore. Well, the fact that these games came out in such close proximity, I think, is a problem. Because, like, we finally got the greatest Sonic game in the last ten years. And, like, yeah. here, comes, here comes another one. So many things I'm holding back from saying. And I will continue to hold back from saying. Because, actually, Thank we have to wrap it up. Did you guys Did you guys get it well, out? Was everybody able to talk? About I just, it? I'm just listening, and I have so many Sonic feelings that oh, it could no. be a whole other just, podcast. Just give us a couple of feelings. The give Sonic feelings. Uh, so I got to hang out at Sega HQ for a while yeah. the other day, and so it was mostly like Sonic Forces related. And like, I'm a huge 3D Sonic fan, so you guys keep talking about Sonic Mania. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Was right. Big like, the Cat instrumental in your youth? We don't talk about Big. Okay, we're not talking about Big the Cat. Oh, Sonic Adventure Two. Yes. Excellent game. Wait, One are you are you pro ten. shadow, anti shadow? You know, I have to be pro. Okay. Because I love Sonic. <laughs> so at the end of Shadow of the Hedgehog, when he shoots Eggman in the head with a with a pistol, you're like, that's cool. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. It's, it's like, like taking candy from a baby, edge. which I'm totally okay with. <laughs> what has happened to the podcast? Yeah. Like, I'm so excited for Sonic Forces, honestly. Yeah. But like when I was there, I was kept asking about Sonic Adventure because apparently so they drew from Sonic Generations, basically the like pinnacle of Sonic 3D that they were like referencing yeah, in Sega. I agree. And Sonic Generation, Sonic Unleashed, and Sonic Colors. Okay. And so I kept saying like, okay, those are all fine. Sonic Adventure 2 though, that is peak. Yes. Right? I would agree with JJ, that. The yeah. Sonic peak. stages in Sonic Adventure 2 are, are good. Also the exactly. best music of any of the Sonic Adventure Such games. good music. Yeah. You like, are, really okay, that is the wrongest thing I've ever heard anybody say in my entire life. <laughs> what? Please stop talking. Sonic Star- <laughs> Starlight <laughs> Zone, Starlight Zone is better than the entire soundtrack of Sonic Adventure 2. City- I countered. Do we have credits music that we can roll? Cityscape is good. (laughs) I literally asked the composer, I was like, what's your favorite song song and why is it City (laughs) Escape? Mark. Yeah. Isn't this your podcast? (laughs) Yes. No. Let's keep going, Allegra. Please. Take it back, Mark. What's going on? Like, I'm excited for Sonic Forces, but what like what happened to Sonic Adventure? And they were like, you know, we want to just like keep moving forward. Sonic Adventure, that's our past. We've completed. <laughs> Wait, so the gaff thread about how there's no Sonic that Adventure three? That's you. That's you. Oh shit! Please, God, I love Sonic. Did Adventure you ask? Too. Is Cream the Rabbit in Sonic Forces? Shane. <laughs> Shane oh is God, obsessed with Sonic's shitty rabbit. friends. If we go through all of Sonic's shitty friends, we'll be here for like JJ, another hour. We need Silver you to turn Shane's mic off. Vector, no. Vector's in it. Right? No. Vector's in it too. What about SPO? Rabin. And for more Sonic uh, talk, me. Bart, tune in to Allegra's and that, JJ's my dog's name is Bean. forthcoming. Named after Bean from Sonic, Sonic Fighters? Yeah, well, I mean. Alright, alright, alright. It's over. Mark has lost control when we're talking no, about I'm Bean. Just, I, we, He's I, being polite. I'm sorry, I have to reel it in. Uh, Instagram, Bean or not to Bean. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I'm glad we were able to have that and just get it out of our systems. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. out there now. Is that it? Are we done? You know the, is that on the Sonic? The, the, fourth, the fourth uh, girl in um, Summer Lesson <laughs> that's going to come out is uh, Cream the Rabbit. Oh, all right. So all forward to it. comes back around. All, all the archetypes. Uh, hey. Yes. I don't know why I just thought of this because you said that, but like, did, uh, did we, we didn't talk about the, the golf thing, did we? Has that been confirmed? Was that oh, real? Oh, no. it's, it's, it is real. So let's, it's very real. Let's back up and, switch. and say what you're talking about. Is there about. a news section of this podcast? So uh, Usually, right now but... it is for about 30 seconds, but uh, so apparently some hackers have figured out that the NES game golf uh, yes. is hidden in the Switch firmware. That and And further reports have figured out uh, through various means that if you do a 
uh, direct. Like uh, Iwata used to do the direct thing on the Nintendo Direct, yeah. right? Yeah. If you do the direct so, motion so, so. on the day that he died, July yeah. 11th, it unlocks the golf game. And this yeah. sounds like some it crazy horseshit that it someone launches, made up. It launches. Unlock the golf game. It launches. When you, when you do the, when you do the motion, he says, you hear Iwata saying "chuksets," which means direct. Yeah. yeah. And apparently, this is true. It only, right? It's only yeah, it's that true. day. Only it's that only day. That if, day. You're, if your switch has ever logged on to the internet, it, it doesn't matter right. if you've changed you can't the date, like fake or set the date. The date or whatever. If yep. it's ever logged on to the internet, it's only July 11th, and it's only playable that day. Yes, have yeah. yes. It's, it's totally. So, it's so it's so sad and like yeah. so like surprising for Nintendo to actually do this. It is. Mm. That's why and I like, still kind of don't believe it yeah, even though too. I saw videos of it. I want to do it myself to yeah. fully well, believe and, it. And how, I mean, you couldn't write it better how it came out and people discovered golf first and right. like, it looks like there's switch motions in here. Like, and then they could swing a golf club and they're like, was. no. And yeah, people were trying different ways of swinging the golf club and then like, I mean, it like came together. I mean, you could not write uh, well, a, a, I, I, a more touching... I think the other fact is that uh, he coded that. Like, That's he, right, he and did. so, he, so he, yes, golf was why. Iwata's yeah. game. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. The wow. story, well, it, you know, in one of those great Iwata stories, it was like um, everybody went to Nintendo and, and said, "You, you, we can't put eighteen holes of golf into a Famicom like an Enrom cartridge. Right. Like, there's not enough memory." And Iwata, genius programmer, was like, "I'll do it." Was that back when it was it. just two fifty six k or whatever? Uh, it was back, yeah, probably. It was yeah. So it was like the smallest, smallest thing. And of course, Iwata figured out a way to do it because he's genius. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that was that. That was that. I know. But it makes everybody imagine maybe. That virtual console could come to pass theoretically. Oh yeah, well no, clearly they've got uh, NES emulation working with yeah, motion controls. Right. Yeah, I mean they've already I mean, said they're going to be giving away games as yeah. part of their service when it launches. Yeah. and blah blah blah. I think blah. we're going to be. I think that this the, certainly on that on that note, like it means that when they do introduce this service, with the NES games are going to be playable. I think this gives us a window into how more like robust uh, this is going to be over virtual console. I think they're really trying to do it right, um, but I think they snuck this in. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the, another interesting question is, you know, so Switch was out on July 11th this year. So was what was the plan one here? Pers- one person, somebody found it by accident, it. but didn't know what was going right. on or but, how. But was it uh, was it intentionally done to let people find it on their own, or was it something that Nintendo was going to hold back and maybe on like a five year anniversary or something? Well, say to people, I don't think the they ja- as JJ JJ tweeted about this and it kind of went viral. But like as the Japanese internet has sort of surmised, like they're seeing it as kind of like a like kind of a lucky charm like a oh, memory oh, thing like where they like basically like program this in just as like a good luck thing for the switch or whatever so it was never meant to be found the, well not that it necessarily would be found but like if it's found great thing. if it's not found great like whatever you know it seems like a like weird thing to though. advertise though like our right. president died play this golf well, no, game no they're not going to advertise it they yeah. just put it in like so, they just put it yeah. in and then like we're never going to say you're she's fallen down yeah she's fallen but so and Nintendo hasn't like officially acknowledged it yet, or <laughs> not yet. No. Commented on it. I mean, well, I mean, just... you don't think they'll ever comment on it? Maybe not. I got retweeted okay. by a Nintendo person. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Oh really? Nice. Interesting. Yeah, we won't. We won't Proof name him here. Positive. <laughs> uh, I mean, that doesn't. You know. Yeah, I mean. mean yeah. yeah. Um, any anyway, other, yeah. News on that level that we should address before getting uh, the fuck Google out Body here? CC phones. That's not. Yeah, name that's related. not really. Right, yeah. somebody it is a big deal, but referenced it later. Yeah, there's there's implications after that. Um, I think we can say, as always, thanks for putting up with our crazy ass TGS podcast. Absolutely, for, uh, yeah. It's always a little messy. Thank, chaos. Thanks everybody, thanks for everybody coming. for coming on. Uh, and a lot of people have already left, but um, yeah, I feel like uh, it was another good one this year. Yeah, another and good one. until two weeks from now, when you want to hear more. 
Yeah, PJ. you can find us on our website, 8-4.jp, our second home, giantbomb.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter at 84play. My Twitter is S-P-R-S-K. I'm at Mark MacD. Kobun Heat, K-O-B-U-N-H-E-A-T. Oh, I'm Legs Frank on Twitter. It's Ashley O. Literally, it's Ashley O. <laughs> That's her username, yes. yes. Uh, I'm Mike McWhorter, just spell it like that. Uh, I am John TV. You can find me at Shane Watch on Twitter. And do you guys want to talk about talk about your Anything? stuff? You mentioned your podcast. No, plugs, earlier, plugs, plugs. Yeah, plugs. Oh. You stick around late, you can plug. <laughs> yeah, please, uh, please uh, like and subscribe to the Polygon Show. Subscribe. Yeah, we have a podcast. Rivals, we're that's rivals. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but frenemies, you know frenemies. We're, we're frenemies. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. You guys um, get like fan art and stuff, and I'm so jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't yeah, seen any A4 fan art. We, we have like yeah, this fan art that we've ever got. Weird you guys amiibo. Have an amiibo of we Mark. have a weird amiibo, but that's it. <laughs> Oh my it, god! It's, 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 ter- it's terrifying. Yeah, we just got so, that this week. But wait, says, is he but part of a 4K TV? That has John's that's face me. on it. Yeah. It's Mark. Oh, I John see. TV. So it says game, game, Yesu. Gaming Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. then John Teddy That's right. And you're on the TV. Oh and I'm god. controlling John. It's a nightmare. We control. did talk about this last week, but, right, no, but just, like, I don't know just why. as in real life. Did you treat a picture because it's like, oh, it's a nightmare. It's like a living, waking nightmare. You didn't customize the back of it, and it's like, but it's beautiful. This person who made this is the only person who's ever made anything <laughs> a4 related that's, thank you true. steve pharma that's yeah, not, that's also not true there's our family ties photo well no that's there. not that's not podcast those were interns who were forced today to walking around tgs i saw fans be like oh it's a4 i love you guys all right well, well not, i here and talk about how loved or not that. loved we are we could let's do talk about forever, but, but yeah yes, what you guys are doing i'm just jealous of the polygon show yes uh yeah so ashley and i are on the polygon show uh comes out every friday yeah it's a podcast. Oh shit! We really are rivals. Friday, yes. Friday, every is Friday. Uh, they're Friday. every Friday, not every other Friday. Oh, every it. single Friday. All right. <laughs> so you can listen to them Rub on the other in. Fridays. Yeah. So yeah. on the Fridays when you guys are off, there listen to us. That's right. And then the Fridays when you guys are on, listen to oh, us. I knew where that was going. All right. Uh, you got to yeah, be faster Polygon on the mic show. cut. Yeah. It's great. Polygon. I only, of I only um, uh, read the comic uh, wrap-ups that people draw of the Polygon show. <laughs> that is fair. But fortunately, they pretty much cover the whole thing. So it's, uh, it's. I, I feel they like I really understand it. not cover our fries versus nuggets war, which was a heated horrible. Oh, yeah, really? Again, it's mostly a food podcast. It broke our family. <laughs> but fri- fries, right? I am not going to speak about that. I'm All not right, going to. We'll leave that to Splatoon. Oh, it's it's let, done. Let Splatoon decide let's that. Let's her. It's you wrap it up. I'm not going to repeat this again. writing at Kotaku.com uh, when, I, when I feel like writing. And uh, we talked about my book a lot. So uh, smash that like button. It's uh, The like button is on Amazon. And it says buy it now. The only like button click. that matters. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. the like button. For books. Like it with your money. Absolutely. Please do. Highly recommended. Yes. it was. It's, I'm halfway through it and I love it. It's very good. Thank you. You're going to like the back half, too, I think. Uh, Mike, so did, did everybody get any... No, I think, I think we pretty much about? covered it. Okay. Yeah. Shane? Uh, I'll plug some of the games that I recently helped bring out on PS4, such as Undertale from 8.4, which is spectacular. spectacular. Um, also, Windjammers recently came out for Vita and yes. PS4. <laughs> Along with Samurai Showdown 5 Special. Yes. Uh, also, check out add that. Night Trap 25th Anniversary Edition. That's one of my babies. Okay. Uh, I guess that's about it. <laughs> I felt sorry for Samurai Showdown because nobody gasped. So I, <gasps> I like Samurai yeah. Showdown 5. Uh, awesome. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for, for coming by uh, both to Japan and our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's it. Until two weeks from now, who wants to take us out? It's actually one week from now, but... No. no. 
Oh, <laughs> you guys have decided we're not doing one next well, week. Well, we, I'm going to leave us that option. <laughs> well, let's talk about Amy Rose. All right, like, how do you feel about her? Oh She's my cute. God. I like her. Yeah. I ship it. That dress. You ship, you ship it? You well, ship I ship me and Sonic, but like if me and Sonic can't get together, it's a My favorite wow. Sonic character, my favorite Sonic character is the metal spikes that kill Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yes! <laughs> my favorite. Golf clap. And scene. <laughs>
My name's Gary, got skills to hone. Doing it right ain't no clone. Give them all the answer without no fluff. Got good folks with all the right stuff. My name is Gordon, we fix them right. A hammer and pliers, get them nice and tight. Tight, tight, tight. With those so good, take the right action. My service reps get lots of vacation. Lots of vacation, vacation, vacation. My name's Kevin, I like the swing. International's big, that's my thing. Let's out of country, here or there. And take it all, it's our fair share. My name's Jim, been around a while. Planning them right, that's my style. Put some cable here, a shock mount there. Put it in a box, it ain't quite square. We are Compact's computer crew. Shuffling on down to an We're so fat, we know we're good. Selling Billy like we knew we would. My name is Bill. I do the legal. I watch it all. I am the eagle. I negotiate, threaten our suit, and help you fight to beat Big Blue. My name's Greedy, and I count the bucks. I buy the paper clips, and I buy the trucks. I pay your salary commissions, too. Bonuses for all when you beat Big Blue. Send me a nickel, a quarter, or a dime. We'll catch them faster in much less time. I'm dancing Jim. Smooth moves are my thing. I got a degree in marketing. Products and programs and sales pack, too. Make all the right tools to help you with Big Blue. My name's Doug. I love your shuffle. Our dealers are great. They cause no trouble. There are partners in business, you see. I guarantee the profitability. Well, grooving all day is made for me. It's a lot like dealer advocacy. My name is Ross, and I like to dance. Selling computers is like making romance. Got the words, my voice just soothes. Got the right people with all the right moves. People are good, they know how to sell. They hit the streets and give them hell. They're the best damn bunch in all creation, but they can't sell on allocation. My name's Rod, and I'm proud of us. Setting records fast and furious. We're not there yet, but we're coming on strong. With all the right moves, it won't take us long. Put on a smile and feel real good with Gus, Randy Mack, and Don Woodley. The world is ours thanks to Piper. I'm so proud, I feel like the Piper. We are Compact's computer crew, shuffling on down to an end for you. We're so fat, we know we're good, selling Billy like we knew we would. We are Compact's computer crew, shuffling on down to an end for you. We're so fat, we know we're good, selling Billy like we knew we would.